Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Big thanks to our new sponsor, Factor. Factor delivers delicious, fresh, never-frozen meals that are ready to heat and eat in two minutes. Head to go.factor75.com slash TMS130 and use the code TMS130 to get $130 off across six boxes. Coming up on TMS, I want spiders precisely zero times. Brother-in-law from another mother-in-law. There are three Brian's snooze the spider Pee Wee Simpson and Bart Herman cameo isn't naked people but still weird I'm Troy McClure you may remember me from such games as Domino's Death Edition caught up on starting what I've started squat and squirt catchphrase technicalities making cameos on OnlyFans other species feces a little guy with Tom recommendals with Randy Nicole and her biggest fan and more on this episode of the morning stream when you say the word poop, your mouth makes the same motion as your butthole. Oh. This is the morning stream, and this is my boomstick. Good morning and welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Well, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Normally, we would have had a show yesterday and we didn't. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) I even said Monday, hey, we'll have a show tomorrow. And then we didn't have one. So unless you follow us on social media, you may not even be aware of why we didn't have a show yesterday. No, no. Did somebody did somebody email and say, oh, "Did you guys pod fade? Is that it? Is it is it over?" No pod fade questions, but I did get a number of emails saying, "Where's the show today?" And uh, I tried to post it everywhere that people could see uh, yeah. to let them know. You've but help it's always us help you. You've got to subscribe to the things. You know, you've got to go to Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. You got to go to. Uh, whatever uh, discord probably we talked about it there too yeah we try to we try to get the word out and uh others spread the word for us but it doesn't always get to every ear so anyway for those who were wondering what happened yesterday we're back it's a show today so everything's fine breathe deeply everything will be fine <laughs> but i do want to tell everybody what happened is pretty wild stuff and it kept us up all night which is partly why we didn't do a show but the other part was it was just kind of chaos and we had to deal with it and and we're still dealing with it but anyway here's how it went <clears throat> and it was it was very weird from top to bottom, especially because for the first 24 hours, it felt like there were no news articles 
in Oregon about what had happened. So, mm-hmm. so here's the story. We Kim's got most of her family now lives out this direction. Um, they've all moved up here from the south at one point or another, except for one sister and her husband who moved to California for a long time, and now they're in Oregon, and they work out there. We don't see them very often, but they're out in Oregon doing their thing, and uh, we get this crazy uh, text message about 10 o'clock or something it's a little hazy about when we got it i don't remember but we got it kind of you know toward the end of the night uh on monday with just this crazy like abbreviated notion that's that there had been a shooting um that he had been shot and then at first we were like wait by who like it was like not a lot of information and then we got more information anyway here's basically what happened um there's probably some lessons in this but uh her so my I guess he's my brother in law too, right? Isn't that how that works? If you're even though it's by marriage, is it yeah, still I think so. It's I not brother in law in law. Right, brother in law twice in law. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that works actually. I guess I've never asked. Yeah. But anyway, never had to think about it that way. Anyway, her sister her sister's husband, uh, they were both at home and they heard some ruckus outside. And we're still a little unclear about whether they saw lights, searchlights, or any kind of emergency lights or any of that, because those would have also been present based on what we know now. Um, but there was something going on outside, specifically in his backyard. And so he thought, well, what I'll do is I'll go out there with my shotgun, which he legally owns. This seems yeah. like a really bad idea, and it is. It it's does. a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't do that. I mean, grab your shotgun and sit there and wait things out a little bit and f- see what's going on. Stay yeah, locked or, or in. Stick your head out the door and kind of look around and and you know see if you can figure out what's going on there first. Yeah, and do then, some peeking through windows, yeah. that sort of stuff. Like you, right, you sure. you've got options. Um, but for whatever reason, he he marched out there with this shotgun in hand, and when he did, he immediately was shot six times by a policeman. Just pop, 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 and it turns out it is. For a while there, we thought it was multiple police shooting him. But it was just one, and this explains how it happened. So he got five bullets in his leg, one of which went right through his femoral artery. Oof. Yeah, it's real bad. And the th- uh, the fifth, or sorry, the sixth bullet entered his abdomen. So what we are thinking is, as the gun, as the cop pulled the gun out, the sh- the shot started as he raised the gun. Oh, sure. Uh, he or she, I'm not actually sure, but then went up his leg and then the last bullet went into his his uh his abdomen and uh, there's no, we still don't know if they said drop the gun and he didn't or if we don't know we have no idea right. about that right. those details right. but what we do know is there was a uh, some kind of perpetrator cutting through their yard they had been on a high speed chase or some sort of chase with this guy and had chased the car him, probably somewhere probably even if i don't even know if there was a car actually maybe that may be not even part oh. of this, but but he's back there running through that yard and had broken through their yard, and that's why he was hearing sounds out there. And he was armed, mm-hmm. so this, these cops, you know, were were responding with you know armed response, and no shots were fired up to that point. But what happened is when he came out of that door, they thought that was the guy. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah. "Oh, there's the guy with the gun we've been chasing." Right, exactly. And one of those cops just trigger happy right you know six bullets right out of his chamber which yeah you know going for the leg to immobilize you know uh, uh, for whatever reason again you know police have to have to think quickly act quickly and and um and try to not 
use lethal uh, force. So, you know, I mean, God, it, it's it's a it's a crap situation all around. Yeah, both sides. You could argue did what they needed to be doing. He, you know, he he didn't know police were out there. He thought, oh God, somebody's out in my backyard. I need to protect my family. Yeah. So he grabbed his shotgun and went out there. So I mean, it's yeah. And that's the thing is, I don't know if he. I don't know what he saw before he went out. Like, I just don't know. And he's been, you know, completely sedated since, so nobody can ask yet. Right. So we still don't don't really know. But so what they ended up doing is a lot of people in the chat room correcting me that uh, the cop probably wasn't going for the legs. They're not trained to to mobilize the legs. They're just probably going for the center mass and just missed five times. Yeah. Well, like I said, the the path of the bullets indicate that as they drew. Mm-hmm. They're going. He's pulling up. Bam, 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 bam. Because the the pattern mm, oh, of the bullets. Up, like, went up. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. I thought it was. So it was the all, all shot was as they were drawing, and then no, no, no. It was okay. all. So it was leg, 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 and then abdomen uh, for the for the six shot. Gotcha. gotcha. So, anyways, um, so this all went down, and he lost was losing a ton of blood on the scene. Uh, they. And this is the all of the whatever happened from then forward is a little blurry to me because no one's said any. I, I still don't really know, but they rush him to the hospital. He was in surgery all night long. Um, ended up the the one the the one that they really had to work the hardest on was to stop the bleeding from the femoral artery. He died twice in the um the oh, ambulance and was brought back. Died a yeah. third time in the. OR was brought back and this was all for mm. blood oh, loss. Okay. Yeah, Jeez. it was all blood lo- loss reasons. But they kept bringing him back, reviving him. Um got him, you know, got him replacement blood and all that and got him to a point where they had to do at least the abdomen surgery because that stuff is that's, you know, where you're going to really have trouble. It's just yeah. a gut shot's going to kill you. So they did all that. We they finally got out of surgery yesterday morning and let us know what was going on. And the big concern was, you know, is he gonna? How long is he gonna be in critical condition? Well, the good news is today he's in critical but stable condition. He's out, but he's, you know, he they they, they successfully did whatever they needed to do with the abdomen shot. Um, the the leg though. So the good news is he's alive, and the prognosis for living is is as high as it's been since the shots. Okay. So that's good. Um, the downside is it is looking likely that tomorrow, Thursday, they're going to have to amputate his leg because there's no way his leg's going to make it. Like it just shredded it and uh, cut everything to pieces. So, so he's going to have to have that happen probably tomorrow unless something massive changes. Something could, I don't know. I don't know how this stuff works. Something could change, I guess. Anyway, uh, from a legal standpoint, the cop uh, who shot? Who who fired all the shots? Is now on administrative leave. They're doing a full investigation. What well, what's weird is normally you can check local news services wherever things like this happen, and you'll immediately see, oh, here's news of a sh- of a shooting, and and then you can get some yeah. details. This didn't show up for like a day. Like it took forever yeah. for that to show up. So we're hearing about this horrific thing, and then we're just not seeing anything about it publicly. Finally, did, and uh, and even it was a little bit vague. It just basically said officer involved shooting uh the officer in question is on leave while investigate and that's it they don't they don't say anything else they don't even have his name or any of that stuff um or at least they didn't last i checked so the deal now is he is uh i guess in recovery mode 
but then they'll have to probably take the leg tomorrow. And then in terms of the long term of this, who who the freak knows? But as a result, it was just chaos. Um, a whole bunch of Kim's family are already loaded up in a van and drove out there because flights were the, the next available flights were too late. So they they drove ten hours to Oregon. Mm. Wow, they're there now, so they're with her. I mean, they're there for her, obviously, to give her support. And then course, uh, yeah. to make things more complicated, there's a major wedding on Kim's side of the family this week uh, tomorrow. Or no, Friday. And but that's I, probably what down the other end of the country, down to Louisiana. Or no, something, that's or? that's here, but it's I don't oh, it's think here. I okay. don't think they'll be home on time for it so yeah, it's not no, look not. let me wow. tell you something not a priority as much I, I hope my niece has a long life with a beautiful thing of course but people forget about weddings about two and a half minutes after they're over no one cares <laughs> you don't care <laughs> like true. nobody cares I, if yeah. i could go back i would i would have taken that money everyone gave us to have the damn thing saved it put it in the bank and it eloped because <laughs> marriage weddings are dumb they're dumb but anyway whatever that's a whole different thing yeah. um so that's so it's been chaos. And as a result, yesterday, it was just like too much. I texted Brian. I'm like, I don't think we can do a show today. Yeah. Not with all this going on. Um, so anyway, we're going to we're going to see what happens. I don't know. We'll I'll, I'll let everybody know. And I've been I've been sort of chronicling it on Twitter. If you, some of you are like, I've already heard this story. Well, you're hearing it again, I guess. Yeah. But and if you uh, want to hear more about the story, go to Scott's Twitter and, and read through. There's there's more details in there and specifics. Yeah. About. yeah. And I linked to the article where they did actually finally get it in the news and stuff. But yeah. <laughs> that's so but it's so one or two sentences is all it is. Basically. Yeah. May as well say there's a new Marvel movie coming. Like it's just right, nothing. Right. It's a nothing so, burger yeah. of a news article. But um, anyway, the, the hope is that he can quickly. The problem is there's a lot of underlying health issues and stuff that he was dealing oh, with shit. already. And. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's a bigger guy. He's got some of that going on. And I don't know. It's just worried, a little worried about it. And they're just far. Like, they're no one else lives that direction. We're all here. Yeah. And so trying to support them and help them has been tricky. So I don't know. Anyway, that's where it's all at. And that's why we missed the thing yesterday. And uh, the lessons are thus far here are my, here's my main lesson. If you hear that kind of scuffle outside and your doors are locked, stay inside. Until you right. have a better idea what's going on. In fact, even call 911. And yes, people can say, needs complete police reform. They shouldn't fire without, you know, I, I understand. I understand emotions yeah. on this whole yeah. topic are very high. And they have been for years, decades maybe. I get that. Um, but in the moment, in the climate that they're in, I really wish he would have stayed put. You know? Of course. Yeah. I just wish he would have stayed yeah. put. And I'm not and trying. I'm not see, trying to blame him. Like, oh, you're. It's your fault. Somebody emptied their clip into you. I'm not saying that. No, definitely right. Exactly. No. You know what I mean? No. Anyway. Um, and and obviously the you know body cam footage is going to tell us a lot about about what if if anything was said if the cop identified himself told the guy to, told your brother in law to put down his gun that sort of thing. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of questions that won't get answered until. Actually, that's a great question about whether they even, I don't know if Oregon state law or even local like county stuff requires body cams there. I don't know. Oh, maybe not. Actually, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I would hope so. I, I don't know why that's not mandatory everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I in some areas it's not, but so that's a good point though. Maybe that stuff will come out and we'll get a better, better, better idea. I know it's a magazine, not a clip like that matters. <laughs> Pants Jackson, like semantics really matter between magazine well, and clips. Actually, 
<laughs> I think I think you're great, but that's a weird thing to get hung yes. up on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Also, quick warning that has nothing to do with getting shot. Watch out for huge spiders. Okay. Now you may sure. say, Scott, I already do. I don't like a big spider, and I, yeah. you know, I, no, I don't. Most people don't, right? Brian, I don't think. When's the last time you woke up and went, man? I sure hope I see a big hairy spider today. Uh, absolutely zero times. Zero, okay. uh, zero times. All right. Well, over here, I got a big stack of. You can't really see it, but a big stack of old nerdtacular stuff. I'm going through to do some giveaways, some things like I have a couple of old ancient 2014 swag bags I want to give away. And some oh other wow! Stuff. Yeah. And I don't even know why I have them, but I'm just going through old stuff, getting rid of some things, pushing sure. through stuff. And uh, boy, when you haven't touched a box since 2014. <laughs> things start living in there. Yeah. It's a real condo for certain creatures. And um, yeah. this yeah. huge, I don't know what kind of spider, big, big freaking spider comes crawling out on top of this print while I'm looking at it. Oh. And I'm so focused on the signatures on it that I don't notice at first that there's a spider on the top coming up over and down. And so I'm just looking low down. I see your signature. It's one of these where we all signed it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then see, my signature starts moving. Ah! <laughs> and I'm like, ah, Brian's signature is, is sentient. Um, but no, it was this big brown ass spider. I don't even know what kind it yeah, was. Wolf, maybe. wolf spider. Those are the most common uh, like house, house spiders where you and I live. That's true. Intermountain West spiders, yeah. man. Yeah. So I flick yeah. it. I just went blah and freaked out. Oh, really? And that little spider, well, because it just shocked me, right? Spider yeah. went flying back into the back of the storage area, back to be a problem again at a future Why? date. Exactly. You you just snoozed it. All you did is snooze You're the right. spider. You're right. I snoozed the spider. It's going to go off again, and I don't know yeah. when or how, and I wasn't going to yeah. go back there and find him again because it's dark and gross. I just can't do it. So he's back there. <laughs> And it's just because I freaked out. I, I had no control. I flicked it. I used this very MagSafe power, anchor power brick, uh, not two days ago for a spider that I'm just working. I look over and this black spider is walking towards me. Black, but not spindly like a black widow, yeah. but almost like a black uh, wolf spider. Uh, pick this up. Bam. Wham. Problem solved. Nice. We'll wipe it off with a Kleenex. And guess what? It's ready to charge my phone again. Yeah. Carter Hope is not listening because she loves spiders. Sorry, and she's... I'm sorry. No, Carter, the, the, we have a we have a deal. I don't kill spiders outside. Uh, they don't kill you I, inside. I leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. If they figure out a way to come in, sorry, it's uh, it's you know. Yeah, it's your domain. It's your it's your uh, it's your big um, exactly. the bundle of eggs exactly. or whatever. They broke the rules. We have an agreement, and they broke the agreement. And you sorry. know what? I think that's a fair stance. I I support your uh, your position on this. Yeah, I sorry. wish I would have had more presence of mind to uh, to murder that that spider, but I didn't. Uh, Mrs. Crazy Neighbor, I have watched her pick up a spider that's in the house with her hands, not with like you know brushing it onto a magazine with like a napkin or something. She picks it up, like pushes it into her palm of her hand, takes it outside and throws it out. And yeah. to that I say, nope, nope. sorry, not nope. happening. Nope. Not a thing that's going to happen here. Sorry. Carter does uh, the same thing, but with paper or a cup or something. I don't think she's ever yeah. done one with her hands. That's hardcore. Yeah. That's hardcore yeah, business. No, it's, it's, it's very hardcore, and it's like, I just will not, cannot do that. How can Definitely. you tell when someone's married to Dave, the crazy neighbor? They pick up spiders with their hands. That's how. Yeah, you know. it's just they've got no, no, you know, nothing left to live for. It's just, <laughs> just gonna. If that's a black widow, oh well. Yeah. No, he doesn't remind. Reminder: Brian doesn't say crazy neighbor. He says crazy neighbors when he neighbors. says it. Neighbors. Yeah, it's plural. It's, yeah, uh, it's both of them. Yeah. 
They're plural, plural marriage. And it's, <laughs> and it's weird how the the bars on their graph go up and down uh, as to who's the crazier neighbor at times. Like it's wow. It's like wow. Okay, uh, last weekend it was Mrs. Crazy Neighbor that was really topping out, and and Mr. Crazy Neighbor was. Uh, and Dave was not so crazy. I feel like she took the cake, though, when she took a spider out with her hand. That feels like. <laughs> yes. Any, anything Dave does is more just like almost amusing now compared to that. Right. So. Yes, exactly. Nicely exactly. done. Uh, all right. So that's what's going on. Uh, thank you for your patience. Sorry about yesterday. We really did want to have a show. In fact, I'd, I'd gotten everybody lined up. I talked to the our two guests mm-hmm. the day before, like I always do, mm-hmm. and just confirmed they're going to be here. And... Uh, then I had to message him and yeah. say, hey, so remember that thing goes. yesterday? I said, nope, we're not talking today, so goodbye. Anyway, um, it it's too bad because Bill, you and Bill in the in the recovery stage of your COVID experience, you could have been COVID buddies yesterday. Could have been commiserating. I think I'd like to hear if he's experiencing COVID brain fog because I definitely am. I was like, all right, well, we're not doing a show uh, yesterday. So I said, great, I'll just catch up on some freelance. I don't know if I just zoned out for 30 minutes 45 minutes or what <laughs> it just feels like yeah. all of a sudden i look up and it's 9 30 9 45 and i'm like i haven't done anything mm. that sounds i mean it's the common thing right the brain fog part you hear everybody's yeah. got the brain fog and the tired for sure yeah for which sure. i think are tied together i don't feel like those two things are all that separate it feels like brain fog and and fatigue. it's brain fatigue and body fatigue there you right? go. is that the deal yeah. body fog <laughs> brain fatigue there you go <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, next time we have Bobby on, I think we need to talk about that too. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. Um, all right. Although you know he's in the circle still. I'm out of the I'm out of the contest, Jerry. But he's still in the circle there with you. So, oh, that's true. We gotta. We need a strategy, Bobby. Get your um, hunker down. We need to. We need to. What do they call that? We need to camp. Like in uh, first person shooter. Not, and yeah. I'm not glass half fulling this or silver lining this or anything, Scott. But I will say this: now that I've had COVID mm. and I've had the boosters. I kind of feel a little bit more free, like like that that yeah. uh, that that shoe finally dropped. That glass that was hanging off the edge of the table finally hit the floor, kind yep. of thing. It's like That's, I agree. Now I, I don't w- need to sit there and worry about. I it. was going to ask you about that. I mean, obviously you can get it again, but but the yeah, uh, yeah. the the feeling of I don't know. It's like I get that a little bit every time I do a negative test. It's like oh, mm-hmm. even though sometimes those streaks are are bad. Like ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. Hell, yeah, no, I don't have to worry about it for a little while. Like At least the next, this, this variant. Anyway. The next time I I barf, even though it'll break this 15, 16 year streak, it'll be <laughs> it'll be kind of a relief, right? Right, exactly, because you won't have the stress of having to maintain your no barf streak. That's yes, right. That's true. Well, I yeah. never want to maintain a no Dunaway streak, so let's have one of those broken. No, right let's, now. Not, let's not. Never do that. Yeah, never do that. It's always dangerous. Welcome to the program, Mr. Brian Dunaway, who's here for Babel Royale. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, Ooh, listen, you on a web mic? Yeah, you're on a weird web mic. Or web mic? Webcam mic? Yeah, yeah, or something. Tap, tap the tap the one you think you're using. Yeah, we don't hear anything. Yeah, nope. not it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, <laughs> hold on a second. Let sounds, me take a look. Sounds like you're on the on the in the loo, as the wraith says in the chat. You're in the loo. <laughs> yeah, he's on the shitter, which is fine. We don't mind. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I mean, gonna... and you sound fine if you know if, it, if you can't get it to the right mic. Does it sound like this? Yeah, it sounds like a keyboard. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the soundboard. That's, that's the sound bar. Oh yeah. That's the, no, it's a soundboard. Okay, yeah, interesting. Sound oh, interesting. She's in the shitter. Soundboard. Sound oh, well, maybe it's my. Maybe it's this one. This one. 
Oh, no, sure. that's it. Yeah, that's the that. one. Yeah, that's my that's my snowball mic. Oh, oh. oh. But this should be the right mic. There you Ooh, go. Nice, right sound beautful. Nice and great. The shitter. All right. Well, it's good to have you back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dun- Dunaway, welcome. Uh, anybody at home hey, want to hey, play hey, this hey, game? Scotch. You gotta- you got to call us. Uh, that number is 801-471-0462. That's how you play. You are participating directly with us today, and That's we already have a call. Play. Let's find out who this is. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Brian. Well, hello, Brian. Brian, where are you oh. from? My God, how many Brian? you fit onto one show? Brian. Oh, my gosh. Three Brians? I just I didn't even click until you yeah. said that. That's crazy. How are we going to keep track of this? <laughs> this is insanity. Uh, well, Brian, it's good to have you here. We're glad you called, and we're going to play a game. Brian Ibbett over here, the, the one of these three Brians is going to explain the rules and what you could win today if you do win. Brian, take it away. That's right. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics. Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us, and it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Uh, Brian, that's not Dunaway or me. Your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian, and if your team wins, you'll get a prize package. That includes, boy, I hope you like trains, Railroad Tycoon 2 Platinum and... Sid Meier's Railroads! Because it's got an exclamation point. One of the greatest games ever made, that game. Right there. It's old. Both of those thanks to Joshua Stacy. And again, I hope you like trains if you win. Yeah, what if his mom had it going on? You know, Joshua Stacy's mom. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Anyway, mm -hmm. that's a reference that only a few music fans will get. Anyway, Brian. Oh, I think a lot of people will get that. Uh, Let's give you guys your topic so we can get this uh, show on the road. Um... We asked 793 tadpoolers. Uh, 24 of them said, I don't know. Uh, no, no. Best answer to this. Put your hands on your buzzers. What is your favorite catchphrase from a Simpsons character? Scott. Uh, don't from Homer. All right. Show me don't. Number one. <laughs> Number one. 250, like a, a solid third of the people who answered. Uh, chose dough, which uh, no answers can beat it. So, uh, caller Brian, you're going to be working with Scott. Non-caller Brian, you're going to be working alone. <laughs> yep. No. Oh, it's okay, though. You'll be fine. You'll be okay. Right. Uh, all right. I well, can't even say it's Brian with a Y. No. Brian it's all eyes, no. right? Oh, all, my gosh. All dude. eyes. What, where, uh, where are you calling from, Brian? Uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, very Columbia, nice. Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, what? You're like right across the road. There's too many Bryans in South Carolina. <laughs> I, I can't even say South Carolina, Brian. Yeah. Dang it. Dang it. That's insane. All right. Well, this is a weird... Mid- con- middle middle of the state, Brian. Yeah, middle of... <laughs> middle state, Brian. Midland, Brian. Yeah, Midland. There you go. Midland. I like that. Sounds more Midland, fantasy story. Yeah, I like All it. right. Uh, let's get to it here. What do you, uh, Capital Brian, Brian. Brian in uh, uh, Columbia, do you have a uh, uh, one that pops out? for you a simpsons uh line that you like i caramba i caramba is pretty good yes little, let's get a little bard on here how'd we do with i caramba, I caramba. yeah all right show me i caramba, I caramba. number eight good points some good though. some good points right there yeah, nice. I like those points um all right i'm gonna i'm gonna go with uh uh don't have a cow man no, no, you're sure. going way back. Yes. Yeah, early sure. Bart business. All right. Yeah, it's uh, that is early Bart, right? You don't see him saying that too much uh, lately these no. days. All right, show me. Don't have a cow, man. 
Was that your Bart? <laughs> my, it's my Pee Simpson uh, doing his impersonation of Pee-wee Bart. Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> doing his impersonation of Bart Herman. That's good. <laughs> Bart Herman. Paging Mr. Herman. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll go back to uh, Midland Brian. Do you have another one? Uh, I always like stupid Flanders. Oh, stupid Flanders. <laughs> yeah, stupid Flanders. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Because it's basically na- it's the Nandor version of effing guy. It's kind of like that. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Show me stupid Flanders. Oh, no, really? Number 20 on the list. So it's it's uh, it's on the list, but just not uh, not where you'd want it to be. Should have been higher. All right. Right, 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 right. What do you say there, Dunaway? What do you got? I say, I say it's my turn, and I find that excellent. Excellent. Yes, yes, yes. Excellent. All right. Excellent. Uh, show me, Mr. Burns, excellent. Number four. Uh, Very good. Pretty good. Interesting. Not, Not too shabby. Um, Not too shabby. Let's see. We got we got the dough. We got the excellent. We got the ay, caramba. We got, yeah. don't have a cow man. Mm-hmm. And how about... Um, uh, Anything. What'd you do? Mostly donuts. <laughs> oh, mm. oh, it's funny how donuts. The Discord Beer. thinks it's music all of a sudden. Yeah, so Discord goes, cut you out. <laughs> it did it oh, really? twice. Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. Oh, I was doing the mm, the M's, the M's. Okay, yeah, the yeah. Homer does the M's, yeah. and Homer then he says he enjoys something like donuts right. or or beer, bacon, or bacon, or whatever. Yeah, or whatever he's all right. Show me mm, donuts. Oh. That's indeed what what it was. A couple people did say beer, but I just compiled them all into donuts. Yeah, yes, good idea. All right, you got a bit of a run idea. here, dude. That's six. Got a game going on. Ten See, to nineteen. Well, I've, I've I've watched a few. I've watched a few Simpsons. I'm probably one of my, the few few of my friends who continue to watch the Simpsons. No, they at least have one or two episodes good. Every uh, I'm, year. I'm dude. I think uh, I think they're great right now. I don't know what people's problem is. I know what people's problem is. They were kids right. and now they're not kids and they don't know what to think of it. I'm telling you, yeah. if you if you started when you were 18 and you're in your 50s now, that that show still holds up. It's still funny. It, it's had its it dips for sure, but there's nothing wrong with new episodes right. of The Simpsons, now, and I stand by it. At uh, at D23, one of the panels we got into was. Um, uh, was a roundtable of Simpsons writers and artists, uh, and, and it was headlined or, or moderated by Yardley Smith. Mm. So we had Lisa, you know, talking to all of the uh, writers and animators and, and stuff. And there were a few planted in the crowd to ask questions. Uh, and one of the writers wasn't Sam Simon or, or one of those I was hoping for, but was sitting right in front of me. Oh, so cool! Like, oh, That's cool. cool. Should have had him yeah. sign your your wiener or something. That would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what do you do at D twenty three? You know what they, they have a rule at D twenty three that that um, people can't sign or celebrities can't sign anything that wasn't purchased at D twenty three. Oh, so you got to buy it there. You have to buy something there to have them sign. Lame. It's a it's a, it's it's a, a lame rule, but it's a yeah. that is the that most is a lame rule. That is the most capitalist bullshit That's, thing I've ever heard. That is the most Bob Chapek thing I've ever heard. And there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of Bob Chapek things. <laughs> yeah, that's lame. Right. I don't like it. All right. Worst worst rule ever. Oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. Worst rule ever. Good old comic book guy. All right. Show me worst or anything ever. Oh, nice. Yeah, worst blank ever. Number five on the list. Oh, I don't like worst. how close you're getting here. It's bugging me. All right. Keep going. Right. Oh, you're losing, Scott. And I only got to say one thing about that. Yeah. Ha ha. 
<laughs> uh, Nelson Muntz. Yes. All right. Show me. Boy, people added so many different ways of typing this in. Show me. Man, that's well, one point away. H A W. This was the this was the largest car I could afford. Should I therefore be made fun of? Oh um, man, that's one of my favorite episodes. I love that one. <laughs> um, true. Oh, can true. I ask a question real quick before he answers the next sure. one? Uh, sure. Do any of these categorize themselves as like one-offs? Or are these all repeatable? I guess you can't tell us that. I can't tell you that. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. I mean, to be a catchphrase, it has to be repeatable, right? Like you don't. No one's catchphrase is uh, uh, "it was in the glass the whole time" because she only says that once. No, I guess she does say that. Yeah, twice, but right? once like in the when middle, people once say, the end, like yeah. when you say "wrapped in plastic" from Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, there you go. That's not a catchphrase. That's just a line, right? Yeah, the catchphrase is "I'll bite my chode" or whatever, right? Like it's. You know. mm. But does it count if it's right. like if you say if so? If I say "wrapped in plastic" all the time, the idea is that I caught it and keep saying it, right? Isn't that the part of the catch? Right. Okay, so it could count technically. If like they said one thing <sighs> once, and I'm not saying this is one of them because I don't think it is. But no, when, when I don't think so. I think a catchphrase by definition is something that a character or or person says repeatedly i don't think you can right i think it's you know it's a famous quote by by um what's his face right. on so, the twin peaks but good, good point uh, would, would, famous would quote fetch, is different would fetch, right. a, would fetch be one is that They're trying to make fetch a thing <laughs> yeah uh yeah. the, the definition a, on uh the let's see what the, whatever it is uh, it looks like it's oh you one know what it says the phrase in a wide wider popular use especially one serving as a slogan for a group or movement so I don't know if that. You know what? Yeah, yeah. There, because um, the, the example that the dictionary, the Oxford Dictionary, gives is I'm going to make him make him an offer he can't refuse, which was only said once in the movie. Yeah, so um, it's a phrase yeah. now. It's not. But we a, attribute it to that individual, right? Is when we, we think of that in, when we think of that character, we think of that phrase. Yeah. That's, the, the, the problem is we all grew up on uh, SNL when Chris Farley and all those guys were around and when they were just constantly dropping like, yeah, like the acting one from John Lovitz. Right, right. Uh, we uh, would hear it repeated in that ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And then that would we would say, oh, there's your catchphrase because he's using it all the time. But really, the definition extends to how often are we saying it? Not them necessarily. Right. Um, Like the quote you just did from Godfather or whatever it was. It's like, yeah, but still, that's. I mean, is that then not a Godfather catchphrase? That's a in in people's vernacular. I mean, Seinfeld, great example of this, right? Because a lot of the things that that we repeat from Seinfeld aren't things that they would say all the time. Right. It was like she's right. got then I'm out. Yeah, right. I'm out. Right. right. Exactly. Said one. <laughs> we repeat them all the time, even though. Yeah. Ah, that's such a good question. I don't know if if uh, if catchphrases. Are, are can be can be something somebody says once that just get repeated by everybody else, or if uh, well here's here's what the British say the British say so I think the British have helped you with your definition a little bit they say a okay. well known and frequently used phrase especially one associated with a particular group okay so the well known and frequently that could be frequently. In the sense you're saying, or that could be the right. frequently we use frequently it. said by the character, or frequently said by the people who are who are fans of that character. See, this is what we do here. We learn and we spend time digging in, guys. That's what we yeah. do. See, we've all learned something today. Congratulations! I learned that Scott likes to stall when he's losing. Three, um, <laughs> three Brian's enter, one Scott leaves. All right, go. 
<laughs> go, Brian. Is it still your turn? I think it is, right? Still Brian's oh, turn. turn. Yeah, because yeah, um, you got, oh, oh uh, then I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the one that I've I, I still use, but I've removed all inflection from. And I don't know if anyone <laughs> still uses it or not. I know exactly what you're gonna say. Right. Okay, yeah. So I'm always I'm all whenever I help someone at work especially I say, um, thank you, come again. <laughs> and I say it in a straight voice instead of the offensive Indian voice sure. right. that is used sure. yes. on the, uh, yeah. <laughs> so thank you, <clears throat> come again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let me show us. Thank you, come again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> I put you in the lead, man. Now oh you gotta God. run. Now you gotta run yeah. the board. We gotta make him win this way. Yeah, there are only two left on the board. You guys still have five strikes. Oh, Lots of run this thing. Totally could. Yeah. How, how about you're not how about, number two yet, though? Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm thinking. I know my favorite one. Actually, there's two favorite ones, but I don't think anybody else would, would like it. But I'm gonna go. Skinner. I'm gonna oh, do this. I love Super Nintendo Chalmers. He's one of my favorite characters <laughs> yeah, Super ever. Nintendo Chalmers is awesome. Skinner. Yeah. All right. So good. Show me Skinner. <laughs> oh, no. I was rooting for you, dude, on that one. Was that on yeah. the list at all, Brian? Uh, Skinner. I don't think. It's too bad. See. Wow. Yeah, yeah I don't remember seeing any when I was uh, sorting and adding these up. All right. No. No, uh, Brian. Wow. How do you? Uh, oh, I take that back. Nope. It, it, uh, two people said it, so it's uh, okay, number thirty-three. <laughs> Thank I've, God. Yeah. It feels like justification. That's good. Um, so, Brian, visiting Brian. Um, how do you feel about eat my shorts? How do you feel about that? Oh, that's a classic. I was thinking that one, one as well. Okay, let's go eat my shorts because yeah. right. I bet that's number this two. Let's go eat my shorts then. Let's do it. Here's another pee wee. You know, that's not offensive. Version. You can say it like some like Bart wants. If you oh want yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Eat my, Eat my shorts, shorts man. That was, wow. <laughs> Eat my shorts, Francis. Wow. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> it is number two. Good job. Nice. Listen, Nancy Cartwright can do it. I can't do it. Number two on the board is Eat My Shorts. Uh, <laughs> eat my shorts. I follow her on Twitter. <laughs> Will you just eat my shorts? All she does on not Twitter. Her. I follow her on TikTok, and all she does is Bart voices. It's weird. It's very weird. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, which I think is kind of her career, so I guess it's fine. But Why isn't she doing that on Cameo for 50 bucks a pop? She might be. I don't know. Well, maybe. Yeah. Somebody asked me to do Cameo the other day. They said, why yeah. aren't you on Cameo? Oh, nice. You guys should be on there. And I'm like, well, because it feels weird. It's a weird thing. It's like saying, why am I not on, on OnlyFans? And I know it's not the same. I know yeah. it's not. <laughs> I know Cameo is not a bunch of naked it's people, the, but it's the same. It just it's feels weird. Same. Is it the same? It's not the same. I'm not on Cameo. Is it? I just haven't gotten around to it yet. You know, if people want, if people want me to do a horrible uh, uh, Bart Simpson impersonation, wishing them a happy birthday, I'll totally do it. All right, totally do it. I'm signing up for Cameo today, Brian. We should sign up. Something else. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? I like that idea. They don't want you to do the Brian Ibbett thing. They want you to do an impression of something that you I don't I would think so. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know, if they said, "Hey, just wish my friend a happy birthday." Right. 10 bucks, whatever. I would totally do it. Right. I'd totally, you know. Yeah, you'd say, take, uh, pick a voice, any voice. It's right. brilliant at doing it. You know, you know who, right. who kills it at Cameo, I've heard, is uh, Debbie Gibson, of all people. Really? She will. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, you you pay her to wish somebody a happy birthday, and she goes over to her big grand piano and she performs a song for them. For wow, ten bucks. Would she be be offended if you asked her to do a Bart Simpson? Only instead? in her dreams, <laughs> she would. You know what? I will uh, for ten bucks. I'm going to see if Debbie Gibson can do a uh, a, a Bart Simpson. <laughs> she, Brian, she, she can only do it at the mall in the food court. Okay, that's the only place. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. That's all you're going to get. All right, ask your parents. Uh, where were we? Oh, it's our turn still. Uh, Brian, Brian, visiting Brian. Do you have any hopping one out? Left, one answer left on the board. If you guys get we this. We can do it. Yeah. Then Brian yeah. wins the prizes, but I not you, Brian Doubleway. No. I'm torn between two Flanders quotes. All right. Yes. Oh, I am too, and I know one of them. Good. Yeah. And high diddly ho. I feel like Oakley Doakley yeah. is your better bet, but high diddly ho is not bad. Uh, I vote yeah. I vote for your first one. Let's do that one. Let's do that one. Hey, ho, name or no. What is it? Heidi 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 Reno. Reno? Oh. No, 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 Reno. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, I Which can't one think. are you going with? I can't think of it. Oakley Say it again. Oakley Dokley, right? that's, that's it. Oakley Dokley. I right. that okay. with my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oakley Dokley's a good one. I like Show it. me Oakley Dokley. Oh, come on. Oh, I thought you were, uh, thought you were doing High Diddly Ho. No. <laughs> no, we did Oakley Dokley, <laughs> damn it. Oh, I see uh, what you Oakley, did. The uh, number eleven, just outside the top ten. Damn it! Yeah. Okay, that was a good call, though. I think I agreed with it wholeheartedly. Yeah. I think that's a crime. It's not on Mr. There. Dunaway. Back over to you. Do it, Dunaway. <sighs> Do it. Dirty. Everything's bastard. coming up, Millhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. All right. Okay. Even though I don't think any of these people will do it, but it's one of my favorites to say whenever something goes well. Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right. Show me everything's coming up, Millhouse. Uh, no. I really uh, want number, Brian to win. Number that a lot of people did say that. Where is it? Number 13 on the list. Ah. Uh, well, if they didn't do Oakley Doakley, I don't think they did Hidley Ho or whatever. And I does does Barney's burp count? Oh, I don't. That one's been burning oh, a hole a in one. me for a bit here. I mean, yeah, a couple of the ones I was going to go with was uh, like Release the Hounds or uh, uh, you know that kind of stuff. No, oh, I like when you're giving Release me the ideas here. You know what? Release well, the Hounds I mean, isn't bad. Yeah, we got two strikes left and only one answer. I'm I'm pulling yeah. from my friend Brian here. You know so. what? Me too. Release Let's do. Yeah, let's do Release the Hounds. That's a good one. Right. Release the Hounds. Release the Hounds. All right, show me Release the Hounds. Uh, oh, ah, come on. All right, Brian. Uh, number 16 on the list. All pressure on Dunaway now. Oh, you man. I know. The only things I can trains. think of left Brian are getting like, to play with trains depends on you. Yeah, yep. I know. Well, I was, the things I was debating between were like um, uh, Glavin. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, Professor Frank. Sure. And, yeah, Professor I, Frank. Um, so far, I've been ahead. looking at the chat room to see if anybody has it, and I don't think Nobody. anybody, at least not in a while, anybody has said it. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Did we said? put? Did we say? Let's see. Excellent. Uh, did, so did, that, did you guys ever help you? Is you can look at the chat and don't use anything. Okay. Let me, let me see. <laughs> um. <laughs> People do love the Homer. What do you? What do you? We did. We did oh, stupid now, Flanders, right? You people, guys, you said that right. People might be uh, might be getting on to it. Hmm. Oh, oh. Hmm. <laughs> well, I can't tell by um, looking at that. I still don't know. Yeah, and three people right in a row. Who? Who? Uh, no pressure, Dunaway. None. No yeah, pressure. No pressure at all. At all. I know. I'm. I don't see any three at all. Yeah. 
You're good. Oh my gosh, yeah, no. A lot of people are saying it now. Oh man. Oh, I all see right, it all over the place. Yeah. Maybe maybe look at the chat. Look pay attention <laughs> to what chat's saying, because I think they're they're on to something. It's Hi little... everybody. Is that like Dr. Nick? <laughs> Hi everybody. Hello Hi, everybody. everybody. Yeah. Hi, ah, it's my old pal Ned. There it is. Nice. There it is. <laughs> we ran the board. <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes I just need to give a little bit of a nudge to the make chat. sure it happens. Yeah, Dr. Nick uh, Riviera. Give us the others that we didn't get. When you get that close, it's a shame not to not to finish across the. Absolutely. Uh, number twelve, line. Cowabunga. Not something he said in a while, but oh, another part since. Not a long time. Yeah. 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 Uh, Hi, Diddly Ho. Number fourteen. I'm in danger. Which I think is a Ralphie. Oh yeah, Ralph says, "I'm in danger." Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'm in danger. Yeah. Uh, Lisa's only quote I think on this: "If anyone wants me, I'll be in my room." (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Again, Uh, a one-off, but it counts. You're good. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Oh God! (laughs) Yes, I must have said that for years while my kids were getting their stupid braces. Uh, I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. You can't prove anything. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. No, 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 no Marge at all. No, oh, homie, or none of that kind of stuff. Only the only Marge was like low on the list, and it was Marge's. (sighs) That's the only. Yeah. Mm. You guys need to go back and watch when Marge was at her top of her game. Like, I think what season was it with the Canyon Arrow and stuff? That was. Oh, I love the Canyon Arrow. Canyon Arrow. Canyon Arrow. Amazing. Was this on here, Brian? But I, I really I use the I use the ouch quit it all the time as well with the kids. Oh, ouch quit it! Come ouch up quit it! P- pester me! Oh, ouch quit yeah. it! Yeah, it was ouch, one episode. Ouch, quit it. Quit it. Check out yeah. this, Brian. Is this in here? All thanks to teamwork. Yeah, my teamwork. Yeah, my teamwork. Is that on nope. there at all? My teamwork. Nope. Damn it! Uh, I am so smart. SMRT. Why you little? <laughs> uh, woohoo! Yeah. Uh, Barney's burp did make it on there. Number 29. Suck, suck. In other words, uh, uh, Maggie Simpson's uh, only catchphrase. Mm. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Did we get a. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah Duffman. I'm Troy McClure. Duff you might remember me from <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> awesome. Aww, I love Troy McClure. My name is Otto. I like to get Blotto. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> These are all hey, good. Hey, hey. That's on there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is, what I bet my Wookie, which I think is another Ralphie. <laughs> oh, that's the Ralph, yeah. That's a Ralphie. <laughs> and my cat's breath smells like cat food. <laughs> uh, he's the best. That's impossible. Yeah. I'm surprised those didn't make it. <laughs> um, it's too hard. I choose you. Yeah, it's almost like we need to have an episode of just favorite Ralph Wiggum comments. Right. That'd yeah. be so tough. Um, one of my favorite co- quotes from the show right here. <laughs> it's funny because I don't know him. I love that one. <laughs> uh, well done. This means Brian's the winner. Congratulations. Yeah, that's You're right. You're a winner. He's that Brian, the other Brian, the Brian that doesn't come on the show all the time. And Brian, Why I'm really glad road. you called in because these prizes are yours. You just have to send Brian, uh, that is to say Ibit, uh, an email, coverville at gmail.com. He will send you your codes right. and you'll walk away triumphant. How do you feel? feel great. First time I was able to call in. Well, I'm glad awesome. to have you, man. Oh, you seem, you seem like I'm the first time lucky. Hey, doesn't he sound like the kind hey, of guy you want to hang out with? Seems like a guy I just want to hang oh, out totally. with, doesn't he? Just like I you would, know. except we'd get confused as to who's who's Brian. That's know, true, right? Problem. There'd be a lot of Brian's. Hey, other Brian in Colombia. Where, where where do I need to eat next time I'm in Colombia? Uh, it depends on what you like. You like barbecue? Yes. Who doesn't? Doc's barbecue on shop. Doc's D O C S. Yeah, doing it's it off a of shop road yep. near the. 
Williams Bryce Stadium. That sounds fantastic. Here we go. All right, oh, let's watch, some, watch some game oh, that's, <laughs> that's one of my that's one of my favorite lines for the Simpsons. I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't want to be a gamecock. Yeah, I don't want to be a gamecock. <laughs> you know talking about Brian. nobody wants to be a gamecock. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, thank you again, Brian, for calling in, and Brian Dunaway. Thank you for being a part of today's show. Uh, you know, the pleasure is usually ours when you're here. Um, uh, we did an episode of Play Retro yesterday. It was all about Batman movie tie-in games from the 90s, and you might think there's very little to say about that, but there's actually quite a bit of depth there and uh, worth discussing. Yeah. So that's what we did. If you like old video games and the retro scene in general, and you want to hear us blab on about it and talk about the cool hardware we're doing and all that stuff, check it out. Play Retro wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Dunaway, you got anything else you want to say here to us? No, you. Oh, damn it. I'm too slow. <laughs> slow. Uh, all right. Well done. We are going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here. And after that, we'll have recommendals. We've got Nicole, I believe, although I haven't heard from her this morning. Let's see. Oh, oh she's I... in here. She's in the chat. Either. Oh, yep. She sent me a clip, too. Although cool. we already recommended this, but that's okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call it a revisit um, and then uh, yeah that's it oh and I think today's song break is brought to us by somebody Brian who is it it is yeah if you don't tune out when Scott talks about Kim's garden and cooking or if you find it interesting how they have replaced portions of their grass with clover this is something you'd be interested in available for only 10 days September 16th through the 25th the off grid homestead bundle has something for everyone gardening cooking baking foraging beekeeping chickens beekeeping chickens sustainable living tiny homes off-grid solar panel setups and tons more over 140 courses and ebooks valued at over six thousand dollars will be available for only 50 bucks check it out at thegardenisgrowing.com thegardenisgrowing.com love that that's awesome very very cool beekeeping chickens speaking of bees i got my covid shot booster yesterday the ba5 one Yeah. No issues, no response. I don't have yeah. I never have to these. But yeah. uh my arm feels like I was stung by a bee. So mm, there's yeah. that. That's hey, all listen, I ever get. If that's it, all you get, then that's just fine. It is all I get. I don't know what to how to interpret it though. Dr. Tolbert, well, remind me, is this a good sign or a bad sign? Totally everybody reacts to it differently. It's totally fine. All right. Kim Kim yeah. either. She was totally fine. Anyway, so uh, we got a song now. What are we doing? Yeah. Here? Let's play uh, this one. It's from a uh, band from St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, they are kicking off their brand new tour for their brand new album. The album is called, or I'm sorry, the tour is called The Healing Tour, very much related to this song right here. This is, um, uh, let's see, the album, uh, this is the title track from the album. So everything is called The Healing. The album, The Healing, comes out October 7th via Royal Potato Family Records. This is the title track from the band Ghost Light. Here is The Healing.
kind of hungry. I'm kind of hungry. Good thing I know about a thing that will make me not hungry. <laughs> and that's factor. So what do you think about when you think of fall? Because fall's here or coming, right? We're on our way. For me, it's kind of a packed schedule. But I'm lucky because factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery keeps me fueled up and feeling good. No matter how crazy my days or nights get. Whenever you need a quick lunch or a nutritious meal... That's ready within minutes. Factor makes it super, super easy, and it's cheaper than takeout, which, man, I could sure use a little cheaper than takeout right now. That's a serious win for the fall, I would say. So Factor sent us meals, and they have a great deal for you. Get $130 off across six boxes when you head to go.factor75.com slash TMS130 and use the code TMS130. Super simple and easy to do. Check out what I had. Oh, I've already had two of these, and they're so good. I had the red chili shredded beef tamale bowl. Mm. And the Peruvian shrimp bowl, which, by the way, would be perfect for you uh, vegetarians out there. Or, excuse me, pescatarians. Those are just two of many that I've tried so far. And, man, they were freaking great. And they put in all the works I didn't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals. I can feel good about eating every day. Factor is the perfect mealtime solution for an on-the-go lifestyle. Their fresh, never-frozen meals are delivered ready to heat and eat in two minutes. So I can fuel up fast and get on with the rest of my day. And they're a lot cheaper than takeout. Let's talk about that for a second. Seriously. Thanks to their commitment to ingredients with integrity, you can actually feel pretty good about what you're eating every day. That's the other thing I really like. They have endless options. However you like to eat, choose from keto, calorie smart, vegan plus veggie. Uh, protein plus, you know, whatever. You get chef-crafted, dietitian approved recipes. You'll look forward to eating. It's a real change for me. I'm very excited about this. Head to go.factor75.com slash TMS130 and use the code TMS130 to get $130 off. That's crazy. $130 off across six boxes. That code again is TMS130 at go.factor75.com slash TMS130 for $130 off. What are you waiting for? Nothing like knowing the signs and symptoms of sepsis for Sepsis Awareness Week. Nothing like it. I rolled my ankle LARPing. The morning stream. Man, give me fifty dollars. Oh, we're back. Hey, what was that song again? There. That song was called "The Healing" from the album "The Healing" from the group Ghostlight. But check them out on tour on the Healing Tour, starting in St. Paul, Minnesota. So the healing, then the healing. That's what I the got healing is what I'm saying. Okay, the healing, great. Scott. The healing. Great. So the healing. The uh, healing. Real quick note here. Um, what was I going to say about the? the um, it just reminded me of something about the shot that I got. Now I don't remember what it was. Oh, oh, we get there and this lady goes, um, "Are you in line?" And we said, "Oh no, we're just waiting for the vaccinations over here." She goes, "That's still a thing." And I went, oh, and I went, "Oh boy, here we go." And Kim says, "Yeah, uh, we're here for the new, the new one." She goes, "There's a new one." And she goes, well, no, it's for the new variant. It's a booster. Booster? 
Who needs a? If you get the thing, why do you? And she was just like starting to go off, and I'm like, Yeah, Kim, stop talking to that lady. Don't talk to her. <laughs> Don't feed this troll. All of the information's out there. If she wants to find it, let her go exactly. get it. Exactly. Exactly. So dumb. Uh, all right, let's get into the the thick of it here. Yeah. Uh, Tom Merritt joining us. If I can add him, I'm ready to learn some tech from me, the man. Me too, man. You know, you guys screwed with me last week. I'll explain in a second uh, when Tom joins us. But you, <laughs> okay. you and Tom are responsible for something that happened, and I'll I'll explain what you did. But first, I have to play this with the computer as with any tool. The concept and direction must come from the man. So the man is Tom Merritt. And before uh, we get to the meat of this, I wanted to let Tom Merritt and Brian Abbott know it's their sure. fault. Because last week we had this discussion. It was in the in the wake of the shadow of the Apple <laughs> announcement. I know where you're going with this. And oh, I was like, hey, I was like, hey, guys, I'm just going to live with the 12 another another run here. I'm fine. I'm good. I don't think I need that 13 Pro Plus unit deal. And then you guys, Brian, well, Tom in particular, I think we're extolling some of the virtues of the higher end model, the, the, the stupid little island thing, um, the better camera, all this stuff. And I'm like, well, I am two years. And then while we were finishing up the segment, I went and freaking bought it. So thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> you got me. Well done. Apple owes you what, a... Uh, what is yours due to arrive, Scott? October, who knows what. Some wow. October mine is, mine is yeah. October, who knows what, too. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, you probably well, maybe were... Maybe I shouldn't talk about the one oh, I got. Oh, look purple? at you. It is. It is. It's yeah. in an OtterBox case, but you can yeah. sort of see the purple up there at the top. Does I also got purple. Does case still work with the MagSafe? Yeah. Yeah, this okay. one does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I got an OtterBox case that has a gradient, so it's black on the bottom and then clear on the top. Ooh. Yeah. Now, does it feel like a small television in your hands if you hold it? It uh, does. Okay. It does. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, compared to my old one. Here, let me... Oh, yeah. Do you have a view to I would love side? the comparison because this is the now, old Pro. I didn't get the Max oh. last time. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> but quite a bit bigger. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Nice. You That's know, a larger I'm phone. So, so ready for that because... My eyes, my eyes suck. <laughs> Six point seven inches, man. I don't want to change the font size on my phone. I just want a bigger phone. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I, I ended up going for the Max because I wanted that big screen. I wanted the ability to watch video in nice, yeah. nice big screen. I wanted to be able to read, like you're saying, because my eyes do. Mm. Uh, and and so I got all that, and I'm very happy with that. It is heavier and harder to hold. Mm. Now, when I say that, don't be like, oh, it's not that heavy, Tom. No, I'm not saying it's heavy. It's not like I can't lift it. But, you know, compared to a smaller phone, yeah, dropping it in a pocket, holding it for a long time, uh, it, it is a little bit harder to manage in that way. I still think I still think I I like the trade-off though. Mm-hmm. I still I still think that it is worth it because when I di- have gone back to the old one, to you know, pull something off of it or check something or whatever. Uh, like right, at, right that first day when I was moving things back and forth, yeah. uh, I would get to the old one and it would feel small. Mm. It would feel yeah. cramped. Yeah. Uh, so, so even though it's a maybe a little bit harder on my wrists, it's not that much. Uh, and 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 I think the trade off is is worth it. Uh, the uh, the dynamic island. Yeah. Uh, is unremarkable. <laughs> I, I, f- I forget it's there. So yeah. there's there are some people doing some really cool things with their apps, and I wonder if you've run into this. You can tell us, I guess, if you ever haven't. But they're uh, the, the, you'll open their app, and the island remains right, like it like it should. But they put they put like a little character up on top dancing on it. 
like a little guy. <laughs> oh yeah, you can do animations <laughs> oh, in it. So, cool. so yeah, when yeah. you're watching music, uh, it'll it'll show like you know. I think they're fake, but you know, as if the the you're yeah. seeing the levels waveforms. Yeah, yeah. It's, right. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a, a generic wave. It's just a generic animation. animation but yeah. I I totally can see that. That's so cool that somebody's like, well, if you could do that, I can have a little guy up there. You know, yeah. playing. Yeah, around. there's right. some. I mean, it's I all useless. Yet, it's kind of useless, but the idea is fun. You know, like at least yeah. they're having fun with it, I suppose. But uh, interesting. Yeah, but it's your it's your fault, and so thanks for that. It's not a you're huge welcome. deal because. <laughs> I've already got the monthly ding dong. I should do this anyway. Like, why am I not doing it? So I'm doing it. But well, yeah, you were already on the subscription plan, right? So well, I was, but I at the end of it, you have the option to hop off. You can get yeah, out. Yeah, right, right. And so and you were gonna hop off. And the I was train. gonna hop off for a year, just like, hey, I'll have no payments for that mm-hmm. for a year. And then I talked to you guys, and I went, no, I, I will have a payment. <laughs> I. I think it's incredibly smart for them to do the subscription plan, especially like bundling in Apple Care and all that stuff. Uh, Eileen has that. I do not. Yeah. Other than not, you know, not getting Apple Care included, though, I kind of look at it and I'm like, well, I mean, I'm operating as if I am because I'm using my Apple card and doing the monthly payments because that gives you a discount, right? right? Right. And so I look at it and I'm like, I mean, this is kind of the same thing. I'm just managing it myself. You're just doing, instead. yeah. You have more control over it. But there's something to be said for that, too, I think. You know, the feeling yeah, of, yeah. like, I don't want some company telling me what to do. And I'm not saying you're some sort of rebel in that regard, but, you know. Well, especially because I did a trade-in. So I, I'm going to be sending this one back. Same, right. Yeah. I've got 14 days to send this back, just like I would if I was on the subscription plan yeah. which means as you're putting it into the box it'll slip out of your hands hit the floor and crack yeah. is what's gonna happen yep. that's my luck you're talking about not tom's tom will probably I'm just be gonna fine. move this a little farther from the edge <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that reminder nice nice yeah. well uh obviously that's a thing but also there's you know new stuff brewing today for the daily tech news show what are you uh what are you seeing out there i honestly i asked i asked the folk in the chat if they would rather hear me talk about the new iphone uh what i'm what i'm thinking of it uh or or another story and they, they basically all wanted to hear more about the iphone oh wow all right uh, okay. sure <laughs> sure why not so uh there will be a story i'm almost can guarantee this will be in daily tech news show about getty images uh restricting ai generated art uh basically banning it saying we are we are not going to allow you to sell upload and sell ai generated content in our marketplace and they're not the first marketplace to do that shutterstock has not done it Hmm. Uh, they, they, they are like doing a limitation on AI generated art, but they're not stopping it from being sold. Uh, so that the, the text to image generators out there are, are a big story right now. And I think they're frankly kind of undercovered for how big I think they're going to be. Uh, they are quickly becoming a dominant thing. And I, I, I think this copyright fear that Getty has is going to be a contentious issue. I think it's eminently solvable. And may it would be easily solvable legislation, but I, you know it may get solved without it. Uh, but that's one of the things we'll talk about on the show. And Scott, you know, with you being on today, that's that's going to be excellent to to hear your perspective as an artist on that. Yeah, I, I'm very curious about it. Obviously, I follow this stuff pretty closely, and some of it is um, part of the reason I follow it closely and, and like to hear what's going on is part is part of it is to ass- assuage my fears about what this does to artists. Um, Mm -hmm. because I do, I have, I have concerns about what it could do, not to me so much, but to people who make a living doing, uh, let's say concept art for a film like star Wars. What is to stop Mm -hmm. star? What is to stop Disney star Wars from saying, 
you know what, for our next movie, we're just going to tell a computer what we're looking for, and they can mm-hmm. kind of do it. Like, we're just doing concept art. And it does do yeah. a pretty good job of rendering out, hey, here's a spaceport with a bunch of stuff, and, you know, you can be very verbose with it and have it deliver those results. Um, that's just concerning as, a, as somebody who wants to yeah. see that stuff thrive. But at the same time, I think paying attention to it has helped me be less so that way because I'm you know you, you start to get into the minutia of it and you realize oh well there there are some downsides to it and and right now there's not a there's no actually clear answer to some of these downsides and so when when it comes down to it yes it will there's some automation there that will replace replace some things but then there's some stuff that never will and then there's some combinations that are interesting we're seeing some artists who are generating a bunch of stuff with AI and then they go in and augment change and create from that and do, are doing some crazy cool looking work, which is almost like an art form in itself. So I'm trying to be open-minded about it. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. And following it has, has helped me do that. So, yeah. I would challenge anybody out there who said, who thinks or worries uh, that uh, you can, anybody can just go to a text image generator and replace an artist. Go try. Uh, and I, and I'm not being saucy when I say that, like go, go try to do something like try to try to replace Scott's art. Right. Go for it. It's way harder than you think Mm -hmm. to get those things to output what you want. And if you do it, I think at the end you'll realize, oh, that was work that I did to make it do that. Uh, And if you can do it, I would also add maybe that's a skill that you could market, that you're good at creating those text props. You know what the right what the words or the keywords are to use to get the thing that you're looking for. Yeah. No, no different than being someone who's good at Photoshop even if they're not great at photography, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But there are people who are like, I'm not so great at taking pictures, but I'm really good at touching them up and manipulating them. And that's a job. Mm-hmm. That's a job that people have. Uh, yesterday's DTNS, we, we talked about a New York Magazine article about this. And one of the things that caught my eye, to your point, Scott, uh, there's a design director who's using text image generators to make concept art. Mm. that he wouldn't have time for or mm. budget. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't have to hire photographers and illustrators. Uh, I can just know what I want, write, you know, write the prompt and get something that's going to look better than the concept art from competing design directors because they're all pulling from the same Shutterstock and Getty databases. Right. And right. so I stand out because I have something custom that I wouldn't be able to afford to have custom in other cases. So you combine those two things, the fact that making the text image generators do what you want is a skill and it can actually help assist the artists in most cases where they don't have the budget otherwise. You know, I, I feel like it's not it's certainly going to change everything. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say it won't, but right. it won't replace everything. No, not yeah. I again it's you know, it's easy to it's also easy to get caught up in the idea that we're we're making a lot of assumptions about this future that we really know very little about. I always think about that Lotus One Two Three story that I bring up all the time about yeah, how it yeah, was yeah. going to mm-hmm. kill all those accounting jobs, and instead it created millions of them, or, or beyond, well beyond that. Um, and I'm not saying it's exactly the same or you know one to one here, but it is it is interesting. And if I'm like if I'm a small game developer and I'm like I'm going to make the next big computer RPG and I'm even going to buy the D and D license, so we're going to have the underpinnings of those rules and 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 the world's set in that and all of that. And the old way was well, we got to hire an artist to make 200 possible painterly portraits to choose from for each of these characters. That's a huge part of those games. Yeah. Or now. An AI can literally do it in about five minutes and have all 200 of those at a fraction pennies of the cost. 
how can you argue with that? Like, yeah. You can't. That's of course they're going to do that, especially a small developer. Of course Prove they'll it. do you it. You can't. <laughs> yeah. There's no arguing with that guy. So, yeah. so yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to navigate it in a way that doesn't jump the gun too hard. It's so easy to do that today with things like NFTs or yeah, million yeah, other yeah. problems out there. Like I, I just think this is this can be both interesting, infuriating, fascinating, and cool at the same time. I actually think it's possible that we can have all those aspects happening with AI generated art. And we're just getting our heads around it. And we're, you know, try not to jump the gun too much fast. But also I get your concerns because I have them too. All right. It, it, past performance is no guarantee of future performance. But in general, uh, when humans create new tools, uh, they tend to disrupt and then improve life. Right. So the disruption is what everybody rightfully is concerned about and should be. Uh, but don't lose sight of if we get through the once we get through the dis- disruption, you have an improvement like the accounting example, right? Like there was disruption. Suddenly you didn't need people to do certain, you know, tedious tool, you know, tedious jobs that that Lotus one, two, three could replace. But then that freed up resources to do things you didn't have the ability to do before. And that, that game design thing is a great example. That New York Magazine article that I mentioned also talked about a game designer who is using it to make like 600 to 1,000 pieces of art for his game and is like, these are good enough for me to launch as an indie, but if I get a distribution deal, they'll provide the basis for professional artists to come in and touch them up and make them even better. Yeah, and you'd want to, right? Like, that's the other thing. There's a a scale here. And the like on the game side, the the indies are going to... They're going to love this because they can still be... It's rare that you can be the one guy that does your art, your programming, your music, your dialogue, your everything. You see that once in a while, and it's amazing. You're blown away by these wonderkins that come out with a single game, and it's just them doing it. But this just opens it up and says, hey, you programmer nerds that can't draw for crap, now you can afford this. And then that'll grow, and now maybe you can afford real artists later, but right now this is going to get you through. And there's something... Placeholder enough to get... Yeah. There's something good about that. And don't forget, there's a different art sensibility that is needed for this, right? right? Not every programmer is going to be able to make text to AI or text to image do what it wants. Right. You're you're going to have a new opportunity for people to say, "Oh, I'm I'm good at making it do what you want." So I I am available as a contractor to do that. You know, Lesage is, is mentioning the the common worry, which is if small companies lean on this, then they won't be hiring uh, beginning artists, which makes it harder to get into the art world. Uh, which totally makes logical sense when sure. you think about it in that narrow way. Right. But you have to remember that that was the argument for Lotus One Two Three, yeah. and instead it made it easier for people to get into the accounting world because people could learn Lotus one, two, three, and then become accountants instead of having to learn all the tedious stuff that Lotus one, two, three replaced, which was a barrier. So it may limit the current crop of what people do to become an artist, but it may open up new wider avenues for people to become an artist in a different way. Yep. Once again, the unknown is unknown and the parts we know, well, we're doing the best we can and we'll do that today on the daily tech news show. We'll talk about this and other stuff that has come up in the tech world. Uh, on a Wednesday. Uh, Tom Merritt, I know that's going on, but you always have something cool happening on the side. What's going on there? Yeah. Uh, if people haven't checked out A Word with Tom Merritt, that's a, a new show that I'm doing. Uh, I'm having so much fun with it. We have got some great episodes in the hopper. Uh, we did one recently with Brian Brushwood where he, he like, I can't thank him enough for just opening up uh, and talking about his worries and his fears and what keeps him up at night and what no longer keeps him up at night and, and what. Uh, and the word was ambition. 
that we were talking about. Uh, we just had Mallory O'Mara on talking about research because she's a historian. Uh, so, you know, the do your research uh, kind of stuff. We had a great conversation of like, hey, I'm a historian. This is what research actually means. And I don't always I'm not always able to do it for every single thing. Uh, so uh, really, really cool. We've got some upcoming uh, ones on transparency. Howard Mortman uh, from C-SPAN is going to be on talking about that. Uh, we've got Josh Grisdale, who is someone who moved to Japan and became a citizen, talking about the word immigrant. Mm. Uh, Andrea Jones-Roy is going to come on and talk about identity. You may have heard her on Andrew Heaton's podcast. So uh, if those sound interesting, if you want to hear those interesting conversations, go check out awordpodcast.com. Fantastic. Please do, everybody. It's Tom Merritt. He's Ace Detect on Twitter, so follow him there. We'll see you next time. Have a great week. Bye, see you, Tom. Bye now. Hey, aren't you you're on there right i was yes with the word podcast of all things of all things to pick with me the word podcast that's awesome when you have when if he ever has me on my word will be uh a boner Boner. (laughs) good that's a good place to start i think yeah Uh, gonna get cranking with that yes that boner all right uh, yeah i mean we didn't we obviously that word was a launching point we didn't stay on on just podcasts but uh God, it was so so much fun. I can't wait to hear. Uh, I know you'll be on soon. And At some point, I'm sure I will be, but I'm yeah. I'm I'm fine waiting my time. It's not a problem. Uh, all right, I'm going to add two people to the call. Okay. So that we two. can properly, wow, I know doubling, two people. We're doubling the show is what we're doing. The show right is now. being doubled right now, just like it was earlier with our guest Brian with Brian and Brian. Oh, that's right. And that's now right. our Brian's were tripled earlier. I play this. Hey, that music means hooray for Hollywood, and it's time for Recommendals, where we take sometimes obscure stuff from all over the streaming world and share it with you, especially if you have never heard of these things, they're kind of rare and weird. You know, you've heard all, you've seen all the mainstream stuff, and you're like, man, I I, I know what that is, but what about this weird documentary Brian found, or what about this strange right, music exactly. video that uh, Scott found, or whatever? Well, that's what we do here in Recommendals, and we're happy to be doing it today. We have our two guests with us, Mr. Randy Jordan, and of course... Nicole Spagnolo. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Brian. Or can, Randy. Hear, can you hear me okay? I'm, I can. I can. It okay. does sound like you're near a waterfall, but it's very nice. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. It's a fan. I moved. So we got a new shop. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, we bought an old firehouse, a decommissioned decom- yeah. firehouse. You guys are so like I- Ghostbusters. That's so cool. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh, but man. I moved my office into the shop today, this morning, and I. The air conditioner went out, and I'm like, oh, this is a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> is it really hot? I'm assuming it's very yeah, hot. I, I, you know when you're sweating, and you get that trickle of sweat that just goes right down your spine? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my world right now. I'm, that's, uh, right. that's fantastic. Uh, though. That's so cool, though. An old, an old <laughs> firehouse. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. You're living a dream there. That's so rad. And the, and the police hang out in front of you because that's kind of their hangout spot to catch speeders <laughs> or something. Isn't that the they deal? They do. They yeah. do. Were you, yeah. Did you see Mark talk about that? I, I spy on you guys. Uh, <laughs> no, when, when, we, uh, when we had our last, our last Denver dinner with you guys, oh, yeah. um, you talked that's about right. that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, I hope that I, I hope it gets a, I just cooler. Had a tremendous moment about forty-five minutes ago, while yeah. you guys were just getting started on Tadpooly Feud. Yeah, I decided I'm gonna play a round of PUBG. I'm just gonna let's jump in, play around. Uh, you know, like I'll sit here and listen to you while I play a round of PUBG. Sure. Yeah. That 
that went all the way to the final two. Oh, man. As you were calling me for this segment, yeah. wow. I'm, I'm in one building and the other guy is in another building. <laughs> well, so it's a tiny little on. circle around us. Yeah. And I just hit exit to desktop and I thought, oh, man, how cool is it for that guy? He just got winner, winner, chicken dinner. And he didn't have to do anything. <laughs> no, he probably wondered what the frick happened. You Like a right. yeah. war yeah. of attrition kind of moment or something for him. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Uh, well, it's good to have you both here. We're going to talk about streaming stuff, and uh, this uh, week we're going to do Brian first, and then the order Ooh, is, who crazy. knows, if we'll get to it. But Brian, why don't you tell me what we got here with this clip? Uh, I will. This is uh, kind of the setup for a television show. This is a series, a two-season series that is on uh, Amazon Prime, and you might recognize one of the voices in this clip. Oh, all right. Here you go. You each have over 100 to serve. You have been tasked with restoring this into a community centre for the local community. You will work four hours each visit. Only when I am happy with the work you have done will I log those four hours. Take another one. During cleanup duty, if you find a deceased animal over 10 kilos, do not touch it that is the council's business anything under 10 kilos vermin cats a small dog that is yours can we keep it no you may not and you may be wondering about feces you read my mind if you find human feces do not touch it you may handle other species feces can we keep it no you may not <laughs> I don't have any wow. idea. This sounds That's, great. Uh, that was Christopher Walken you were hearing yeah. right there, by the way. Um, this is a TV series called The Outlaws. Outlaws. This is a uh, two two season series started in 2021, um, created by Elgin James and Stephen Merchant. You only hear Stephen Merchant in that clip, but he's uh, he's definitely one of the uh, seven people, seven strangers. Oh, it sounds like the real world that were pulled from different walks of life and uh, forced to work together. Um, because of their crimes, to complete a uh, community service project, which is fixing up this community center. And you might think, oh, well, that that sounds like a funny premise already. And, and just that alone would be funny. It gets even funnier and darker when a big bag of money falls out of the ceiling uh, in this uh, old uh, decrepit uh, community center, and they have to figure out what they're going to do with it. And it kind of becomes a... Uh, kind of a Breaking Bad level of turns and uh, still keeping the the dark comedy, but getting very dark and twisted um, along uh, along those those lines. Um, it's really really good. I don't know who recommended this to me. I think it actually just might have been Apple TV and their little bottom thing, mm-hmm. their little bottom tab said, "Hey, if you liked." Um, back to life, you might like The Outlaws and uh, watch the first episode, got hooked. It is a complete story, so you're not getting a um, a season two cliffhanger. Season two is where they planned to end it, I believe. And um, uh, and you get a complete story. Um, 
It's really, really good. I, I like when I they do that. I like when they have a plan I? for that, right? Like, it's like, hey, yeah, we got a story sure. to tell. We need, I don't know, 20 episodes to do it. Two seasons, exactly. bam, bam, you're done. We don't need yeah. more than two seasons to do it. We're not going to try and grub it out looking at you under the dome, Stephen King. But um, yeah, and this yeah, is 100% Prime on Amazon Prime, right? Like, the chat seems yes, to be a little confused. The whole thing, yeah. whole thing is on Amazon Prime. And uh, uh, Christopher Walken, Stephen Merchant are your big your big uh, recognizable faces. If you're a fan of, I think the show is Hannah. Oh, I love Hannah. Um, Hannah's awesome. Then you're also going to recognize um, Rianne Barreto. Rianne Barreto and um, uh, Gamba Cole, because they were both apparently in uh, Hannah, and I didn't realize that. Hannah's awesome. Really good. Also on Prime. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I need to. I need to see. It's that. very good. Oh, I know why um, the chat room's confused. He saw the thing on. But so the way Apple TV works, they'll make recommendations for other services because they're like the overall hub. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, what it, that it's is. on Amazon yeah. Prime. Yeah, Apple TV recommended it, but it can yeah, recommend yeah. everything except Netflix for whatever reason. Apple TV and Netflix don't talk to each other. They're they're um, cousins that that completely and totally hate each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> it is weird, right? It's a little weird. It really is. It's frustrating because the that whole watch next like that keeps track of what series you're currently watching or things you've added to your list. Yeah, shows everything in every other streaming platform except for for Netflix, and it's frustrating as hell because then I have to go back to Netflix to say, oh, what am I watching here that I that I haven't finished? Yeah, my guess is that. Netflix says, yeah, we don't want to be in your little list there or something. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that's exactly what they're saying. And it's they're they're losing out. It's their, you know, they're they're the ones missing out. Um, anyway, two seasons, I think uh, six episodes per season or series because it's a British, a uh, British show. Yeah. Uh, so 12 whole episodes. You'll you'll fall in love with these seven characters and actually eight or nine characters once you start getting um, other people involved uh, just as such a great. A great cast, great uh, uh, characters. Well, I'll tell you what, with this and Severance, I am here for this era where Christopher Walken is taking series jobs. I freaking love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's sure. great. And he's also the Emperor in the new Dune movie coming up, Dune Part 2. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, very excited about that. I, I'm totally, nice must flow. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally with you, Scott, but like, I've, I'm not saying I've gotten enough Christopher Walken, but I want all of his generation to be doing this. I don't just want Christopher Walken and John Turturro in every sort of like mid seventies old man, older man role. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it'd be cool to see more. I potential. agree. I agree. Yeah. It's just, it seems just kind of odd. Like I didn't think I'd ever see him doing this and, and yet here he is. Yeah. And like, I, I thought severance was better oh, for severance it. Is so good. I know. Right. Oh, I, wanna, I cannot wait for season two. Oh, I'm still great. I'm still kind of reeling from the Emmys. Did we talk about the Emmys at all? Um, we talked here about who won and stuff. Those are a thing. Those are a thing still. Yeah, they exist. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're doing that. Oh, I, like, I love that. Oh, Pokemon uh, Go is still a thing. I don't. I'm kind of with Nicole. I don't like these award shows. They just they're lame. I, yeah, they're no, not my you know, thing. And I, I told you kid, why I, I watch them. them. It's it's a way to find out about shows that you're not currently watching. Yeah, and, and we yeah. discovered a whole bunch of stuff because of that. So that's that's I, the way I look at it. I benefit from Brian doing that because then he'll come on the show and say hey i watched this thing because i heard about it on the emmys and now exactly. i find out and now i'm right yeah. and so like the oscars yeah. the way yeah. to approach them all is to say getting nominated is the victory 
Yes. Like that's what you, sure. that's what you say. Like all of these shows that's that what got nominated say when they're up there too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then and and then you're good. And then and then you don't really care too much about who wins the actual award, right? It's like right. Right. that like it's they've given me all sorts of of really entertaining things to consider. Yeah. That's what that's what matters. Well, mm-hmm. that is what matters. Here's also what matters. We're going to move on to Nicole. You're next. Uh, okay. I see the clip here. This is actually something I recommended or we recommended on the show a long, long time ago, but it was when you were well, out. I for- well, so I forgot about it. Well, I I'm meant glad to you're watch talking it. about it again because it's great. It's so good. I meant to watch it. There's a set and it says there's a second season coming. I was like, all right, because I am still mad at Netflix for not doing a second season of. I'm not all. I'm not okay with this. That oh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that was. Oh, it was so good. Really good show. It was so good. Everybody so, wants to complain about all that animation getting canceled by everybody, including them. But yeah. the one I was most mad about was that. That's such a cool show. So now I look for the. Oh, second season is coming. And I'm like, all right, I'll go. I'll uh, I'll go back to it. And this is one that I forgot about. I meant to watch, and now they're doing a second season. And I'm loving it. Well, I, and I don't know why I didn't didn't register. I had something else in my head. Yeah. Of what it was going to be like. Totally not what it's like. So there you go. It's also nothing. I shouldn't say nothing like the comic, uh, but it's really different than the comic. And I was okay Is with that because that's maybe that's what I had in my head. Yeah. That it was going to be more like the. Comic. It's very much not. I mean, the comic is very brutal and violent, and it's got all kinds of really dark tones to it. That Jeff Lemire, mm-hmm. Lemire is his name. I forget the artist and writer. I can't remember his name. Anyway, it's. Well, let's play the clip, and then we'll explain the yeah. title, so we don't have to dance sure. around it. Here you go. <laughs> oh, here we go. Once upon a time, bad people ruled the earth. They were greedy and self-destructive. So nature made everyone sick. Excuse me? Are you a doctor? And then... a miracle happened. They called them hybrids. Your kind. It's your job to live a full life. But some bad people are still out there, Gus. If I hear a voice... I will run. If I see a human... I will lie. We have reason to believe that you are harboring an animal child. It's me, you little freak. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that show was so good. Sweet season tooth. two out? No, season two is not out. But if you go into Netflix, it'll say it's coming. Yeah, it is coming. It's confirmed. So That's definitely getting. I'm, getting I'm catching up yeah. on season one right now. And say the name. Oh yeah, Sweet Tooth. There we go. Yep. Yeah, because because I'm like, what? Wait, did they make more Last Man on Earth? What's happening now? <laughs> I know, right? Is this, yeah. is this the oh. North? Will Forte does a lot of work. He sure does. I love Will Forte in Last yeah. Man on Earth, and I didn't realize he was in Sweet Tooth. Um, and that's another show, The Last Man on Earth, that I was really upset was canceled. Yeah. Uh, I they actually d- I dug in to that show a little bit more. And they had a plan for it, and they did an interview that talked about what was actually going to happen. Mm. So, oh, Randy, really? I don't know if you—I don't know if you saw that, but it's—I—it's not. 
I did not. I'm. It's I'm not as satisfying. Upset. It's yeah. been off the air for three years, and I'm still very upset. So you can oh, kind of yeah. get closure by looking at the the plan yes. for uh, the next season or the last. So they ended. Yeah. They ended Last Man on Earth with a bunch of people finding them, mm-hmm. and they get they get brought into that community, and hilarity ensues. Yes. <laughs> Yes, just a non nonstop a party. Death. A lot of death. A lot of death, but it's funny because the comic is so much worse. Like no, by worse, I mean so much more. Oh, sweet death. tooth, you mean? Oh yeah, sweet the, tooth, oh, yeah. sorry, yeah, I'm back, back to sweet tooth. The comic, which is funny, yeah, because I mean, your sweet tooth has the same pre- premise. There's a virus. It's killed so many people, right? Um, what's with Will Forte in these shows that have a virus? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, so this yeah. is the one that I didn't watch because it, it's about someone who's like half man, half deer. And I'm just like, no, no way. Nope. Well, well there's a little boy, half deer. Yeah. A little boy, <laughs> yeah. but you'll be happy to hear, uh, uh, Randy, that there are also half pig, half, half kids, you know, half, yep. half. Not yeah, they're called ha- yeah. You're Why? not interested. There's a, reason, there's a reason. There's like, it's all tied in. Yeah. I don't like and... shows that have half animal people. Yeah, right. just like it, it, it what assumes. What about Catwoman? That, oh. It, it assumes that some bestiality was going on previously for the parents' generation. I'm just not yeah. interested. Well, the, they explain no. the mutation pretty well, but it's it's yeah. a it's a. If okay, I still think I think it's very good, and I think Nicole's right to recommend it. We recommended it before, but the reason I'm a little hesitant on it is only that I think the comic is a little more biting and edgy, and I mm-hmm. prefer that. I, I as a, but as a result, this is a much more broader audience thing. People can really get into this from kind of a bunch of different demographics and not feel like it's just some kind of horror filled uh, nightmare. Yeah, but I do it, recommend it the comic. Go it's really good. Easy, it, you know, yeah. it's. Mm-hmm. It's big, scary concepts. And I was like, why didn't I watch this? And I was like, when did it come out? When did it come out? Was it during lockdown? When yeah. was that? Yeah. And it's got it this guy loving it. it. Oh, go ahead, Brian. It came out like when we had Umbrella Academy and Lock and Key and all these things kind of mm. all at the same time. And it felt like, because I, I kind of feel, I know what you're talking about, right? Because it almost felt like, oh my God, it's almost too much of these kinds of shows all at the same time. We still, we watched them, but... Uh, and we loved them, but I totally get what you're saying. Netflix had a real rush of genre stuff for a couple of years there, and uh, this yeah. was definitely one of those. But the guy, so the dude, what plays? Um, it's his freaking name. Hold on, uh, plays Tommy Jeopard, uh, the one of the main characters. This Nonzo Nosy guy, the big guy. Um, some people may recognize him from Game of Thrones way back in the day. Played Zaro Zhao Daxos. Anyway, oh yeah, really hard to ignore this guy because he fills the screen, but he is. So great in this and uh, did an amazing job. Very different than the character in the book, but I actually think it's better. I think he's really great. So, um, yeah, that show's great. People should watch it. It is. Yeah. yeah. Sweet Tooth is good. I'm not sure when season two is supposed to be coming out, but it's soon. So catch up on cool. the first it's soon. season if you yeah. missed it. It was 2021, June of 2021 was yeah. when it came out. Yep. Just about totally a year and a half ago. Um, okay, I'll watch it. Okay, <laughs> I think you might like what they the do at the episode. animal thing. Yeah, yeah. they're not like yeah, furries or anything. It's like a different kind of. Not not saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you don't like furries, Randy. I'm just saying it's like it's not. It isn't the the man animal thing. I think you're thinking of. I think it's they have a really yeah. unique it's, idea. It's like a spontaneous thing, and it happens across the board. Like there is a point where just all the children, no matter what. Kind of like um, what was the movie where all the all the babies stopped being born? 
Oh, um, uh, children, children of men. Of children of men. men, yeah. yeah kind yeah. of that same vibe, right? Yeah, yeah very Where much. Just, just something in the world that has caused every single baby to be born a hybrid. Oh, I could watch Children of Men again. That's a good reminder. That movie's awesome. I Ooh, love that movie. It's, when, when we were listening to the clip, I thought of C. It just sounded like C to me. Sure. Sure. I, you know what? It's You're going to get a similar vibe. I could vibe. see why. Yeah, I could <laughs> see why. That thing's in the thick of its third season. I can't, third and final. I can't wait to get caught up on that. I love that show. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, here is a Randy's recommendation. Uh, Randy, I've got a clip here for you as well. Do you have any setup for this? Uh, a lot of people have already seen this. Uh, you're going to know exactly what it is. But... A lot of I see a lot of people like in the Tadpool Facebook group come along and say, "Should I watch this?" And it's a, it's another one of those like, "Yes, yes, you should freaking watch it." Like, do do you do you not have any time? Watch this show; it's great. Everybody's watching it, and we're having a lot of fun because it's fun. Mm. This is a fun show, and All you're right. gonna know exactly uh, who <laughs> what show it is as soon as you hear the two right. people talking. They're driving in a car. All right, here we go. Here's the fun. What, what what's up with this? Cheetos and chopsticks? Yes, so you don't get Cheetos fingers. Oh, that's really smart. You're not the only genius in the family. No, there's there's also Chet. Okay, so back to what I was saying before. My theory. Oh, God. Um, Steve Rogers did not have a girlfriend before he went into the service. Says who? The History Channel. So he becomes Captain America. And from that moment on, a symbol of America, he is rushed to the front lines. He becomes a war hero. Then he is frozen in ice. Right. So, based on right. everything you've told me, mm-hmm. after he gets unfrozen, he goes from world-threatening disaster to world-threatening disaster. That's when he's not a fugitive from the law, right? So it seems like he was pretty, pretty busy. All you're doing is repeating everything that I've already told you about my friend and colleague. Okay. <laughs> She, she never gets to the conclusion. The yeah. conclusion is he was a 70 year old virgin. She's what, what? Oh, it's so, it's so awesome when the joke doesn't get a payoff. <laughs> so this is your, uh, this is your, uh, your, your whole she Hulk is what this yeah, is. She Hulk attorney yeah. at law, yeah. which, uh, which has been a long time coming. Like if you, if you look at the comics, right? Like, wow, this was, this was sort of like set in stone for, 50 years or something you know yeah like that we were going to get a like you know like watching tv all our lives right Mm -hmm. and there's always like these uh these lawyer shows on tv Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and and uh this one isn't exactly a lawyer show not Um, yet anyway yeah yeah it's It it may evolve into one but yeah yeah it's it's really much more of a fan service comedy than anything mm. um there's yeah. uh you know what uh, a lot of people are, are saying that they're they're not interested in it because of the fourth wall breaking mm. and it's the most fourth wall breaking show i've seen in a long time mm. not there, only does yes well, i was gonna say it's funny because mark and i were watching it and we're like is she talking to us like the actress or the character it, sometimes she's, it's both yeah she's talking yeah. to us like the creator of the show yeah yeah like yeah. right, like the yes, cur- Wong like, is in this one, and <laughs> yeah, we know yeah. you love Wong, yeah, right. Mm. And the show, by the way, uh, created by uh, Jessica Gao, although that's you know that's kind of a loose, uh, loose uh, interpretation of the word creator, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, the, it goes to a lot of already established comics and other things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but uh, Jessica Gao is just, uh, in my opinion, 
absolutely nailing it. Um, came up, came up in the writers' rooms for uh, Rick and Morty and Silicon Valley, and this, uh, you know, is sh- I think is just show running this thing to the moon and back. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a. I, I love how it's paced, and again, that that fourth wall breaking, like it works. I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's it's it fun, is. and it's a good it's a good place. You know, if we're going to get that in any Marvel series, obviously this is the one it should be because she did that all the time in the comic books, and it also makes it so that we don't have to get that in anything else, right? We don't need fourth wall breaking in Hawkeye or fourth wall breaking in Loki or which could easily do that you could easily see loki looking at the camera going well mm-hmm. this was fun or something like that um so she being the, yeah the location <laughs> for that and this is a great place where they can say ah we don't want to do a whole series with howard the duck let's have howard the duck right. be a client of hers or let's have yeah. such and such character be a client right. of hers i love it's the like fact a, that they're doing it like this yeah and i don't think it's a surprise to say you know charlie cox's daredevil is, is in yeah. this a lot mark ruffalo as is it a lot? he hasn't Manor. shown up yet what are you talking about is he I, wait, <laughs> is he in, is he in uh, wait is the show over it's done right no, 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 we still, no, still, still, still have four oh. more episodes in season yeah. oh i thought like it that. was i thought it was all <laughs> sewn up this year wong has been in a lot but uh no i mean yeah, sure. But <laughs> the main thing I want to the main thing I want to call out is uh, after after it, the whole thing gets set up, we we get Jamila Jamil, and Jamila Jamil is just one of the best things to ever happen to television. Like, if you can get her on a show, it elevates the show every freaking time. Yeah, and uh, know her, if they don't recognize her by name, she was in uh, The Good Place. Yes, oh, yes. I know who that is. Okay, um, yeah, she's good. Oh yeah, I like her. Yeah. Um, it's uh, you're gonna have a. I think anybody watching this is gonna have a love him or hate him reaction to Tim Roth. Uh, Tim Roth, like, is it, they're pulling from the first Incredible Hulk movie, right? Yeah, and uh, he's he's different. He's interesting. He's, Wait, he's uh, from the Eric Bana the only, one or the... the only Incredible Hulk movie, not the not the Hulk movie with Eric Bana. Okay, and, uh, not the Bana movie. Okay. Yeah, the, the MCU sure. uh, yeah. Hulk movie. Okay, yes. got it. The 08 one. Um, yeah, and he's like, uh, uh, he's 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 supposed to be funny and eccentric, and um, you're gonna you're gonna love him or hate him. I don't know. I don't know what which I do yet. But yeah. Anyway, it's it's just it's so fan servicey. Like I I don't remember the last time a, a series was just you know like it, its whole point mm-hmm. is to is to say see remember this remember that oh and here's somebody new. Yeah. Um, it's just like it, it's it's off the rails. I love remember it. Remember berries. All right, I need to probably get around to watching it. I haven't seen you any do. of it. It's yeah. fun. Yes. You'll have fun. Do you have any? Do you have any partially started MCU series, or are you? you I'm caught up on everything right I've now? seen. Um, okay. So I I don't have any that I'm in the middle of. So I could get to that one. I want. Do I do want to watch Ms. Marvel. Moon Knight. Bad. No, I didn't watch Moon Knight yet. Um, I will. <laughs> I watched Dune again, and I saw. Well, I yeah, saw what's his name, up, but he's caught up with everything that he's started. He doesn't have any oh, gotcha, unfinished gotcha. Marvels. Yeah, I've started them all. And I, my suggestion them. is watch Moon Knight and then watch She Hulk. Okay. What about what about yeah. Ms. Marvel? I keep hearing really happy things about that. Oh I? yeah, Ms. Marvel is great. And, yeah. Uh, and you still haven't seen Captain Marvel, so I would say watch Captain Marvel before you watch Ms. Marvel. Okay. It's then, not required, but. It's no strange, no, no, no shocker to hear that, uh, um, that, uh, the character, uh, Miss Marvel, Ms. Marvel is uh, a fan of Captain Marvel. So having that background sure. will 
So is Car- so that's the one where Car- uh, Carol Danvers is stuck in a room with a little kid and they can't get out, right? That's the yeah, that's deal. exactly okay. it. Yes, it's called yeah, <laughs> Captain Marvel's room. Yes. Captain Marvel's room. All right, excellent. I, I regret I regret not saying something about the star of She-Hulk, and it's uh, you know Jennifer Walters is played by uh, Tatiana Maslany, mm. and she is just perfect. Like it is like perfect casting. I can't imagine someone pulling this off better because she's got to be all of these things. She's got to be professional. She's got to be new to this, but she's also got to be like hyper competent at being she Hulk, like right out of the gate. And she just pulls it off so wonderfully. Um, you know, from the, the comics, she has a good friend coworker named Nikki uh, that's played by Ginger Gonzaga. I don't, I couldn't place her in anything else, but I think she's really awesome in this show. Yeah. Like I love the chemistry between these two actresses, and uh, I think you will too. She's always in the 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 finals uh, every Mad- March Madness. That Gonzaga lady. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, I'm really no, no, reaching no, no, for no, the no, jokes no. today. If her, if her name is Ginger Gonzaga, she always makes it to like 16 or the round of eight. <laughs> yeah. And then and, and wasn't supposed to. Yeah, and then that's gets true. Beaten. But she gave us John Stockton, and for that, I'm grateful. All right. Let's move on. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do a clip here that will uh, not sound like anything any of you have heard, I don't think. Um, and it's weird that I did it. It was, it was actually recommended by a listener whose name I totally forgot. I feel bad about that. If that person wants to write in and remind me who you were, please do, because I, I can't find it anywhere. But here's what I listened to or watched. Today, five tanker loads of poo will be removed for disposal. For the turnaround machine to work, the ship has to be loaded at the same time it's being emptied. This morning, it needs to be stocked with enough food and drink to last the entire week. This is for those cones, you know? This is for decoration. Ben Mohammed is in charge of the operation. Every week, I'm talking, it's a chaos, but the chaos have a limit. <laughs> in six hours, Ben and his team will load 160 tons of food onto the ship. Okay. You might have a feeling that that's like a weird little documentary uh, about what it's like to load up a cruise ship for the week. And I was super curious about this. A listener wrote in after my trip and said, hey, you were uh, asking all these questions about how some of that gets done, where the stuff goes, how do they keep you know water on the ship and have it be drinkable and all this stuff. He says, you need to watch this. And it's like a 45 minute to an hour documentary is all on Amazon Prime called The Secret Life of the Cruise. Oh. And it's the world's largest. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it sounds like it should be. But it's this gigantic boat. I think it's the biggest. And I forgot the name of it. MCS something. Um, but it's a, Car- it's a Caribbean uh, ship. And it's There's a huge. lot of secret life on Amazon. Oh, yeah. They have a whole, it's a whole series, I think. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's one of many of a certain kind of British documentary. So this is a sequel to Walter Mitty. No way. The secret <laughs> life no way. No, not even close. Um, so it's basically a just a look at the inner workings of how a cruise ship runs, how everything from the captain on down to the very basement where they have to process sewage and how they have to get uh, food to everybody and deal with you know getting or something like twenty or thirty thousand eggs per day go through this ship oh, wow. of like 7,500 people is how many fit on that particular ship. And um, I found it fascinating. There's all sorts of stuff I had no idea about. Also, here's the one thing I don't didn't know for sure that I just think is fun to share, and you'll see it in this doc. But um, the length of the ship way down below, there's a corridor called the I-90. They all call it, and every ship calls it the I-90 for some reason. It's like a joke or whatever about a freeway. But basically, it's a stem to stern hallway with no obstruction. So you can go from back of ship to front of ship in a straight line 
and it is crucial for how they get stuff moved around. So like, uh, you know, all the food, all the people, all the stuff, everything right. that has to happen. The crew uh, has to take care of something real quick or people need to get to the engine room fast or whatever it is. There's this I-90 strip or just <laughs> happening constantly all the time. And when people are asleep, the it's madness down there. Just like everything and everything is being done when you have no idea it's being done. And the, and the sort of mirage that the ship is just this beautiful, hey, we're out here in the sun, nothing ever goes wrong kind of experience underneath it all it's just scurrying ants going left and right like the unhidden invisible world found it totally fascinating it's short it's easy to consume uh and it's on amazon prime i watched it really cool like holy seeing pictures of this ship crap man this thing is immense it looks like you know we always say these cruise ships are a hotel on on uh on a boat yeah this one looks like you just basically went and yeah, dropped a hotel fix it up. Exactly. And they talk about the challenges of this versus a hotel. Like one of the things I never thought about was when it comes to like, say, food options, when you're at a hotel for a convention or something, mm-hmm. you, some people eat in the hotel, but you can mm-hmm. go anywhere. You can leave the hotel and go eat somewhere. And so the pressures on the kinds of food production and the speed at which you need to do it and the quality that needs to be maintained is a totally different animal than on a ship because that's the only place the food is, is the ship. You can't get off, I mean, unless you're in port, but you can't get off the ship for four days at sea when you're only at sea and eat somewhere else. It's all on the ship. So you may choose from the five restaurants and the buffet and the millions of things on the ship, but it all has to be made by the same machine. Um, I didn't know things like the way the the, the electricity is generated is literally through driving the damn thing. Like oh, really? It's, like it's its own hydroelectric generator, yeah, basically? Yeah, not, not all ships are identical, but this one is is doing it that way. They recycle all sewage to, into solids and liquids. Sounds gross, but and it is. Yeah. But they basically compact all the, the solids into these cubes, and then they store them until they get to port, and then they, they all go off in a truck in Miami. They don't dump them in the ocean. Okay. Um, the liquids they refine down into be... Uh, totally by the end by the time they're done totally drinkable water but they don't use it for that so like they have they have they have water that's taken from the sea and desalinized for you to drink that's where your water for drinking the hot tubs the pools your showers that's all coming from the ocean and then the stuff they recycle from all your taking a dump and peeing (laughs) they use for um you know not kind of even though it's potable it's sort of non-potable needs like laundry stuff or keeping the engines cool is part of what they use it for mm-hmm. it was fa- it was fascinating stuff to me that's really interesting okay, and just but, I mean, they managed everybody it's crazy yeah like i have my reasons that i would never go on a cruise i'm just curious if you scott johnson like you're obviously this is a topic for you right now for reasons like yeah. did you watch this and have a thought ever watching this did you think wow me maybe i shouldn't have done that no, not at all. In fact, if it, okay. if anything, I'm not saying I want to go on a cruise every five me- weeks or anything, but if anything, it like it was like, oh, okay, they don't dump the sewage in the water. They don't okay. all right. throw all that food away. Um, the food that gets that some of the food waste gets actually taken back and then converted into animal feed. Like they had all these like very cool ways of dealing with the um, environmental impact that these have had in the past. Right. I'm not saying it's perfect. There's certainly nothing is, but, but they do a lot more than I thought they did. And then in terms of the process, like the food process stuff, it's hardcore. They have like real Mm -hmm. chefs walking up and down lines, making sure stuff's exactly the way it's supposed to be. 
Um, they sent back a whole truckload of pineapples because they had a little freezer burn before the ship even took off. It made me appreciate wow. the proce- that process more. And not all cruise ships can be the same. I'm sure Carnival's kind of sure. a nightmare probably compared to this. Ugh, this yeah. is a high-end one. Um, but how they, you know, how the crew lives, they're all bunking together in these in these much less cool spaces than the rest of our cabins. But they and they're seasick? from all over the world. Say what? Did you get seasick on? No, Kim did though. Kim got. I did. I did too. I don't. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I, she. Day, <laughs> our our fifth day at sea, we did a whole day at sea, and and we had really rough seas that day. And uh, I was fine. I had no issues with it. Kim mm. did not. That did not work out for her that day at all. No. Yeah. I don't get that at all. I was though. like, I was doing all the taking the zinc and doing mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nope. She did all that I'm and good. it still didn't help. It still didn't work. Like yeah, she tried the, what do you call it? Dramamine. She tried all that and nothing yeah. did it. So anyway, she just got that. She can't watch me play a first-person shooter without getting nauseous. So it's you know, <laughs> that's just Kim. Uh, that happened to me with uh, the new Tiny Tina game. I was I was sitting in a chair and I was playing it throughout the day, and I was like, "Why am I feeling sick?" I was like, "Ah, oh, crap! I made myself sick yep. playing this game." Too. That'll happen, Tina. That'll happen. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Some people. New, uh, I, I was actually worried when I went because I was oh. like, "How sensitive to this am I?" I don't actually know because I've never been on a boat very long. And when we had the really sloshy nights and days, I was like, oh, this is, I'm fine. It didn't bother me at all, but she really had a rough one. So. Well, good for you. Yeah, I was good for say, me. There's probably nothing Kim enjoyed more than you saying, huh, weird, I feel fine. Oh, sorry You're this like, happened to you. Want you? Your oh, lobster? I feel great. Do you want yeah. your lobster dinner, honey? That's yeah, what it's like, no, me. I'd rather throw up all over that? you. I'm like, no, I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did have this, had, they had an entire, a bakery as big as my house in the ship. And they made fresh bread every day. Like it was, I was impressed by all of that stuff in this documentary. Again, we're looking at one ship. I can't speak for them all, but it, to answer your question, Randy, in a roundabout way, it assuaged a lot of those concerns um, more than it added to them. So anyway, so it was it's fascinating. propaganda. This, this documentary you're talking about, it might've been, I mean, I don't know. Like <laughs> anybody work on a ship, want to write in and tell us if that thing's wrong or whatever, it'd be fine with me. Um, the captain, the captain seems like they don't, this, this is the one thing I assumed. And I think I was right about most of the trip is automated, right? Like it's almost a hundred percent computers running those things. The captain just kind of wanders around and looks at dials and nods his head. And that's kind of it. He's not behind some wheel and he doesn't really control it until they get into ports where it's a tight fit, and then he has to manually scooch that giant hotel into a little tiny spot, and it's crazy. I can't even imagine. Jeez. Yeah, they do, and they go through some of that. So anyway, I really liked it. You might like it too. The Secret Life of the Cruise. Maybe when I'm done watching Love Boat, Scott. Maybe yeah. then. Yeah, do that. Um, and there's no <laughs> the ship's doctor did not run around trying to get every girl oh, to, to make bang out everything that moved. Yeah, Jeez, that didn't happen. So by the way, my theory of every episode having uh, uh, a couple that hate each other at the beginning then fall in love at the end. Yeah, I, I, the episode I watched yesterday had Gary Berghoff and a German Shepherd. Oh, and he got uh, stuck in the room. Yep. They got stuck in the room and the German Shepherd is growling every time he leaves the bathroom. He's like stuck in his in his bathroom in his uh cruise room. Like, oh well here we go. Yeah. Here's one that's gonna finally break the trend. Nope. Mm-hmm. By the end of that that's that's Gary Berghoff's new pet, and they're in love, and they're walking off the ship together. You're absolutely right. That ended exactly Jeez. the way you were. For, you feared that it wouldn't, and <laughs> it totally it's did. a stupid, stupid episode. It's so uh, 
when they inject that meat full of tranquilizers, but he he eats it instead of the dog. They give it, and Gary Berghoff eats, and his finger falls off. It's so horrible. dumb. Yeah. But I did like that one better than all the other mash appearances so far. I feel like the rest of everybody else really phoned it in. His he at least oh, really? felt like he was like He's putting in a performance. He's the first mash person I think I've seen. But they had. Uh, uh, Steve Allen, an episode with Steve Allen followed immediately by an episode with Phil Silver. And I'm like, wait a minute, aren't these the same guy? It's the same big, thick black glasses. What's, what's up with this? Yeah, it's really weird. Um, one last thing I want to say about Nicole's recommendal. Yeah, I completely yeah. forgot to say the entirety of Sweet Tooth is narrated when they have narration bits. It's all James mm-hmm. Brolin. And I just want to put out an appreciation. Is that James moment. Brolin? Yes. I thought it was a mustache guy. Uh, Must- Mustache. Oh, guy. Let her let her come up with it, folks. Let I don't know do his this. name. It's just mustache guy. Uh, um, uh, you're you're talking about Magnum PI mustache guy? No, you know, you know, like he has the gruffy voice. He's uh-huh. always in a western. Uh huh. Oh, Sam, 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 Sam. Sam. Yeah, Sam. Sam something Sam maybe Nicole. Sam. Sam. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> think, think of the kid in uh, E.T. What's the kid's name in E.T.? Do you remember the kid what in E.T.? What's his name? Do you remember the kid? Elliot. Elliot. Sam, oh, Elliot. Sam Elliot. Nicely oh, done. Yeah. Yes, I, I thought that was Sam Elliot. <laughs> Sam Gertie? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're from the same generation, but man, I yeah. just think James Brolin rocks. I freaking love that James kid. Brolin is way younger than Sam Elliot. No, James Brolin was born in like, let's see, how old is he? 1940 what does that make him yeah 80? you're thinking of uh, josh brolin yeah. oh i am thinking of yeah josh, josh is his kid you're thinking of yeah. thanos that's not him not him james brolin oh, is 82 God. sam elliott is do we want to go higher or lower who do you want to say uh, higher lower. barely higher lower 78 oh, sam wow. elliott is younger than uh james brolin wow four years that's yeah. crazy well, right, I love so James who's, Brolin. Who's narrating Sweet Tooth again? Uh, Tom uh, Selleck. <laughs> Tom Selleck, yep. <laughs> the the kid from E.T., Tom Selleck. That's the one. All right. We did <laughs> Isaac it. Washington. We've somehow pulled it off. This has all been great. Uh, I love having you guys on. We'll do this again next week when we talk about more wait, wait, of up. our streaming Brian recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Ebbett, is Tom yeah. Selleck older or younger than Sam Elliott? Oh, got to be answer, older. Answer quick. Uh, older, older. 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 Younger. younger. Oh, he's younger. Sam, he is younger. Okay. Is younger than Sam right. 70, what? Tom Selleck, what? 74? 77. 77. 77. Wow. Just barely younger. He still looks great, dude. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah, he you're watching great. reruns of Friends. He doesn't <laughs> look that good anymore. I've been accused of commenting on people's looks, so now I have to all the time. Yeah, now you have to all the time. Exactly. Thanks for uh, being here, guys. We'll talk to you both soon. Uh, check out their Twitter accounts, of course, the Randy Jordan and uh, Nicole Speck. Right. And I've already got everything up on quicktms.li. Links, little photos, and even little photos of each of us. Aww. Nicely done. Yeah. All right. We got a Chris Brown question to finish things off here. Okay. All right. right. I'm ready. Here you go. Send and receive email. This is from Snap. Probably not Marvel Snap. No. Um, Is it Snap, the the band that did, I've got the power. Oh, is that that Snap? That's Snap? I think that that band is called Snap. Another music lesson for me because I did not know that. Uh, Hello, Slappy and Blappy. Ugh. (laughs) well he's snappy yeah i guess so if you want to avoid confusion about chris brown's name why not just call him chris it's not like you guys use anyone else's last name it's funny the links you go to to purposely inject his last name 
uh, you'll be talking about a group of people, say Larry Moe and Curly and Chris Brown. Nothing wrong with just calling him your buddy Chris. Love the show, though. Snap. <laughs> What do you wow. think of that? What do you think of the, the Chris Brown thing? I don't know. So, so you know, I could answer this, yeah. but I feel like it's much it's much better to get it from uh, the source, right? We wanna we wanna know why I call Chris Brown Chris Brown and not Chris. Let's ask Chris Brown, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Get him on All the right, line. Here, here he comes. On. Speaker, speaker. Brian, it's Chris Brown. Why do people call me Chris Brown? not just Chris. Well, thanks for asking. I'll tell you. When I was little, growing up, I had four cousins named Chris. So when we got together, my aunt would call out Chris and everybody would run. So my mom started calling me Chris Brown. And it just kind of fits. Like, did it dumb. When I got to high school, my friends thought that was kind of funny. And it stuck. And everyone called me Chris Brown, even my teachers. And then I thought, okay, I'll go with that. And when I introduce myself, I say, hi, I'm Chris Brown. You can call me Chris Brown. (laughs) Fast forward to 2008 or so, and some other Chris Brown gave me a bad rap. But hey, I'll keep it. Thanks for asking. See ya. How much warning did you have on this? That's amazing that you got uh, this. I had none. I don't. I, that was the first time I listened to it as well. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, I saw this saw this question in here, and because I was looking to see about um, if we had two promos in today's show, and I saw that I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna really quickly text Chris Brown and say, hey, I copied and pasted the question and said, do you want to record a voicemail answer to this? I won't answer my phone. You can. You can uh, perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. You tell Chris Brown who does is that's his name. He's listening. He's listening. Right okay, now, Chris probably. Brown. Yeah. You're that was awesome. First of all, I finally get why Brian likes you so much. That was great. <laughs> not that I, you know, not that I was concerned before. Right, but, right. Not that it was any question. Yeah. Yeah, and Snap guy with no last name. Uh, that's it. That's the deal. Yeah, you like you could not have gotten a better answer to your question as to why he's Chris Brown, and I, I don't. Even I don't address him ever as Chris. I don't say, oh, yeah, you know, well, I'm going to the beer fest with uh, Tristan and, and Crazy Neighbor and Chris. I say I'm going with Crazy Neighbor, Tristan, and Chris Brown. Because yeah. you just say Chris Brown. Yeah, that's just his name, Chris Brown. Don't even separate them. It's on one word, nope. Chris Brown. It's one word, Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. How do you like your steak? Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Um, <laughs> all right, nicely done. Uh, real quick, uh, I already mentioned Play Retro. That already happened. That was yesterday. I gotta delete this. This is from yesterday's. Oh yeah, notes. that's uh, yesterday's. Yes, yeah. but it was a good show. It was a good show. We had a great People time. Should go check it out. We had a great time. We talked all about those Batman games. Had a lot to say about it. Go check it out. Our upcoming. We got some cool upcoming stuff. So uh, go check out Player Retro wherever you get your podcast. Today I'll be on DTNS a little bit later. Uh, usual Wednesday business, and uh, we'll have a regular show tomorrow on Thursday here on TMS, uh, among other things, uh, including Coverville and all that. So watch for that. Nice. Uh, yes. I think that's it. The, the Coverville I was going to do last week, but but had COVID fatigue, got pushed to this week. So it's happening tomorrow. Nice. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS is how you can support us. All other inquiries, uh, comments, and thoughts can happen over at frogpants.com slash TMS. And if you're looking for our email address, it's a simple one, themorningstream at gmail.com. That'll do it for us. Let's play some music. What do you have? 
Well, if this, uh, if I were ever to call this person by their full name, uh, I usually just call him by his first name, but it'd be appropriate because he is Tanner Goodman, good man. Uh, Tanner's birthday is today. He wrote in, said, hey, y'all, today I turned the big 3-0, normally on this fine 21st of September. I'd request <laughs> September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. But... I thought I'd change it up. This cover of Fast Car is one of my favorite covers ever, and I would love to hear it on the show. Thanks uh, to you all for being such a solid source of entertainment every day and such awesome friends. Signed, Tanner. Uh, well, have a happy, happy birthday. I saw photos from uh, his birthday yesterday. Dude had, had such a great uh, such a great birthday, like uh, all Harry Pottered up, like his whole house was Harry Pottered up, and it was uh, it was great. Yeah, Tanner's one of the nicest dudes in our entire community. He He's great. absolutely is. Yes, without yeah, a doubt, a good man. Um, anyway, his request is this cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, uh, performed by Jonas Blue, featuring Dakota. It is, uh, let's see, it was released on an album that uh, Jonas Blue uh, put out in 2015 called Blue. He had a bunch of different guest artists on all these songs. This was the only cover on the album, sadly, even though a lot of the names of the tracks made me think they were covers. So I'm like, ooh, is this a cover of that? Oh, is this a cover? No, no, this is the only cover. Mm. Uh, here is Fast Car by Jonas Blue. Fantastic. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Han- uh, uh, Tanner, this is for you. Forgot to play it. Uh, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Wendy will be here. So come on back. You hear? Yeah,
the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com you're going to be ben again planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.